Hello, beautiful people. It is NFL regular season game week Tuesday, September 6, 2022. This sports show begins now. Football is here. College football just got done with an absolutely epic week one. I understand some teams have played two games, but the majority of them only played their first game this past weekend. And last night ended the weekend of festivities of football fantastic fashion. It was awesome to watch from literally game one all the way through the last game but now our eyes are set for Thursday night in Southern California Los Angeles to be exact where the reigning defending undisputed Super Bowl champions of the world Shout out to like Paul Heyman, Road Dog, and a bunch of other people <laughs> yes. that I just mimicked right there. The Los Angeles Rams will play host to the Buffalo Bills, who are currently the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl this upcoming season. Us NFL fans have been given a gift from the football gods, saying, hey, the way this season is going to start is the way this entire season is going to go. It is going to be electrifying from kickoff to whistle blow in Phoenix, Arizona to end this unprecedented 2022 NFL season. We are happy to be alive. We're thankful you're watching here at youtube.com forward slash the Pat McAfee show. The boys are here. The talks the table at Ty Schmidt at Boston Connor. How you guys doing? Doing unbelievable. It was a great weekend. You yeah. said it and now it's kind of like that. That was fun, but now we got the reset. We, you can see mm-hmm. Thursday, then we got Sunday behind that, and then what is it? I mean, we got 25 weeks straight of NFL football. What? Be more excited. What? Be more excited. How about the Iowa Hawkeyes winning off of two <laughs> safeties and a field goal? <laughs> Special teams, how you doing? Keep it moving. Tory Taylor, appreciate everything you're about, mm-hmm. pal. If you don't play well and bomb balls and pin people deep, those Hawkeyes ain't going to have a lot of celebratory moments over there this season. No, and that might be why I'm so excited for the NFL, because like they, they won. I love watching Iowa football, but Boy, oh boy, I don't know if I can do that for the next 12 weeks. That's just a, it's a slog. It really is. Every time on offense, you know, hey, there's a good chance we're probably going three and out. If Tory Taylor doesn't pin him inside the 10, defense is still, but when you have to rely on your defense and special teams to score, you know, 14 to 17 points a game, not not great. Yeah, but there's a lot of those people, um, I, I think the Iowa Hawkeyes fan base, Stared down, oh, another year of this. Yeah, exactly. You know, a lot of, oh, another year of this. In which, that is not necessarily fantastic. That is a recognition of what your season's probably going to be. In the NFL, there's none of that. No. Everybody has high hopes. Exactly. Everybody thinks that they're going to win the Super Bowl. For instance, the other member of the Toxic Table at Boston, Connor, nobody has a clue what's going on with the New England Patriots offense or anything. But Bill Belichick said, hey, Regular season, you put all the cards on the table. You're goddamn right. I'm basically saying you haven't seen nothing yet. Mm-hmm. Patriots could go on a run, and none of us would be surprised by it because it's Bill fucking Belichick. Yeah, exactly. And if on Sunday, you know, Bill Belichick all of a sudden is calling plays because his whole entire speech that he, you know, talked about yesterday that you just referenced was, you know, we didn't do anything in the preseason that's going to, you know, reflect what we're going to do in the regular season. I assume their September is going to be, you know, like the previous seasons where it's absolute dog shit, and then they'll turn it on in October, maybe November, and then all of a sudden the Patriots are back where they're supposed to be. That Tone Diggs is here, one half of the hammer. Done! Cowboys, an absolute stallion in the betting world. I feel like you've continued to have great success even in the college football world. Are you the hottest college football better in, uh happening right started, now? Yeah. Started very, very hot. How hot? How hot? Is t- Through very- the noon games, uh, I was 
before the season was like five or six and oh Ooh. and then i finished the weekend 11 and 6 12 and 6 so i mean there was a cool point there what's where, this guy uh, <laughs> what? I mean, Cody, yeah we get it you lost some games 12 and 6 is a hell of a start yeah, pal. i'm trying to build up credibility for the show i'm trying to build up good conversation <laughs> and all you're like well i started out six and oh, and well i'm just saying there was like 12, 12 and 6, six. Like, what the fuck dude? that's a great weekend well, congrats to you Thank you. I appreciate that, but you don't want to be the guy who's like, I use my million dollar free play today, 100 and 0 straight. What's wrong with that? There's a lot of people that do that. And I got massive respect for. There's a lot of people that do that we have no respect for, too. So I guess you got to pick and choose. But I want to let you know I appreciate your gambling knowledge. But you were not the guy who had the biggest gambling weekend. No. The guy who had the biggest gambling weekend was maybe a man who had the hottest day of his life. Now, is that a sign of what the season's going to be? Or is that a, oh, no, we maybe peaked too early? At Boston Connor, you won a bunch of money this weekend. Yeah, I had a great weekend. Probably my best Saturday of all time. So I'm glad we're talking about it now because it'll never happen again, especially (laughs) now that we're talking about it. But yeah, it was. You know, one of the one of those things you dream about when you go into the first college football Saturday because it's never been like this. Typically, you know, Tony just said he was twelve and six. I might go, you know, two and twenty on a normal college football opening weekend Saturday. But yeah, we got a little lucky. The gambling gods were smiling down upon me, and you know, I'm glad they were then because it definitely isn't going to happen now. But hey, Thursday, you never know with the NFL. Yeah, I saw you. I literally saw you <laughs> watch the Boston College game, which was your yeah. only loss of yeah. the day. Uh-huh. You were really living and dying with everything that Boston. College team was doing, and it seems like I don't want to say it, but same old Boston College. Oh, yeah, no, per yeah. usual. Even though they got a quarterback that's allegedly going to go in the top five pick of the NFL this upcoming season, because Jarnovich, Jarnovich is an absolute stallion. Look at us learning all we oh, can yeah. about college football, enjoying college football. But on Thursday starts the men's league. Here we go. Goddamn right. And I'm not going to say that college football wasn't just electrifying. No, it was. But what we're going to see on Thursday is going to be magic personified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to be talking about like two teams that are probably going to yeah. go on a run for the rest of the season. Two teams representing two different conferences, two powerhouses kicking things off. Now, normally on you know banner nights like this, I got some interesting stats whenever I um, from old Bruce whenever I oh, thanks, whenever Bruce. I won in. Yeah, Bruce, you know, sent me a good text here. Let me find it. <laughs> Uh, got 400 of them right before <laughs> the show Naturally. started. Uh, we're moving into the Thunderdome soon, so every decision has to be made. Right now. Right now. Right before the show. Right immediately before the show starts. Super Bowl champions are 10-5-2 against the spread in Thursday night kickoffs. Mm. Super Bowl champion home underdogs are 4-1 against Ooh, the spread. Okay. Sean McVay, 5-0 and straight up and against the spread in openers, covering by an average of at least 12 points. Wow. wow. Shit. The Rams are 2-4 and four against the spread in their last six games, though. Okay. okay. Uh, Bills are 13-6 against the spread in week one since 2003. <laughs> Best in the NFL. Bills are 4-1-1 one one against the spread in their last six games. So just like we always say, there's stats on all sides. <laughs> yeah, right. Every single bet that we go to place on Thursday Night Football. And, you know, FanDuel has a no-sweat bet going on mm-hmm. where you are betting, you get a free bet, and then if you lose, you get that money back in free bets, basically. Mm-hmm. No go. sweat for Thursday night to kick off the season, and we're all going to win. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is the year every human wins every, every single, single bet. Every week. Goddamn right. And we've enjoyed, you know, FanDuel being our exclusive sports book, and we've enjoyed what the partnership has been able to bring to us and our families and our lives, but it's a shame that on Thursday night, every human that's betting on FanDuel is fucking winning, yeah. and that's, that's how right. we're doing this season. Sorry. Hell yeah. Sorry. So there's going to be a chance, though, that 
We disagree on some things, but overall, we're all going to win on mm-hmm, Thursday mm-hmm. because we are launching into this season in super positive fashion. We're going to have a film breakdown, but it does appear as if the loading onto the computer has completely failed, and we're not able to do that. Uh, Once again, uh, that happened just two minutes before we went live. Okay. Thunderdome can't get here soon enough. That's mm-hmm. right. All the audio has been completely fucked in my ears. I can barely hear anything. I'm actually hearing me twice in one particular. Oh, and hearing me once is more than enough. <laughs> Let alone hearing me twice. I couldn't even fathom what everybody around me is like listening to my show and then having to deal with me at home. But nonetheless, that's what it feels like in this year right here. It'll get figured out because today is going to be a big day. We got Derwin James, the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, just got paid four years, $76 million at safety. Damn. Congrats to big old bad that got delivered to his house. He's uh, incredible at Madden. Mm-hmm. And the stats with him on the field for the Chargers versus the win-loss stats when he's off the field, alarmingly different. Yes. Yeah. Tom Telesco knew that. Uh, Spano's family knew mm-hmm. that. He had a hold in, I believe. Everything was yep. going positively. Mm-hmm. Then he announced the extension. He gets paid. He gets broken off. I believe he is an absolute dog. dog. So we should be in an incredible conversation. Can't wait for that. Ian Rappaport will join us in the third hour at 210 Eastern. We're going to go ahead and give him a couple hours. Normally he joins us in the first hour, but he's just waking up. Mm-hmm. Sure. He's just sending yep. out his first feeler text in the morning, just getting his first couple phone calls. By the 2 o'clock hour Eastern Standard, he should have some real shit going mm-hmm. into this week. There's been a lot of news that have happened over the weekend that we should cover because we you know took monday off yeah we did jeez so a lot has happened Uh because we're a bunch of lazy fucks that's right (laughs) did you think about what our ancestors had to go through to get to the Uh, point where we could just take a fucking monday off absolutely i absolutely did not Whoa. What? Oh, no. You're supposed to. That was what yesterday was for. <laughs> yeah. all about. I know. I did. Uh, hand up. That's on me. I didn't think about it once yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> this guy ain't come from a union town, no. obviously. Come on. All right. You know, here in the Rust Belt. Uh, I don't know about here. Uh, in the Rust Belt, uh-huh. you know, unions became something of a necessity because the way employees were being treated by the greedy corporate fat cats. Sure. Life wasn't sustainable in the way in which they were working. Mm -hmm. Unions were created. Labor became a whole thing. Uh, Some, you know, some real strides were gained. And then Labor Day becomes a thing and we celebrate it. Absolutely. Now, do unions get in the way? I will say. (laughs) But there is certainly a benefit to everything, just like everything that has a benefit probably has uh, some drawbacks. But I hope yesterday you at least took some time to reminisce a little bit about life that you have and the work that had been done in the past to get to this point. Yeah, absolutely. You did not. You already said you did not. You're a bad guy, Ty. But we took, I felt like a lazy fuck yesterday. Went to the Thunderdome, saw how some of the work was doing, seeing if we can get some things done. Shout out to all the people that are working on the Thunderdome on Labor Day because they could have easily taken off. And some of them did. Sure. Mm. But we are moving quite along here and we're excited for the season but we missed a lot a lot three-day weekends a lot uh-huh. big Mi- news miss clash cast clash cast run rain still champion that's all you still need to know. goddamn right so, that's all you need to know imperium came back uh uh yep Clash the Castle happened. Yeah. College football happened. The NFL, a lot of shit happened. Yep, yes. Not only cuts and news, but contracts and deals. There is so much to catch up on. Tom Brady commented on his Let's Go podcast. Oh, and last year, we didn't get enough of the Let's Go podcast, which I think I signed you to. Uh, yeah, and uh, we took some looks, but like you know, Tony kind of referenced there a little early on when you said Tom Brady said some things. There wasn't a lot to be said on the Let's Go podcast usually. Okay, so that is not the case. I assume he said a lot of things, but for whatever reason, nobody was listening to it last year. <laughs> right. Nobody was getting any clips. I was excited about it because Tom Brady was on Monday on this Let's Go podcast. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers on Tuesday. Those two were the finalists basically for the MVP this past year. We're getting to hear them speak in an unfair 
unfiltered fashion. Uh, this It's starting to happen now with more people. Yep. Micah Parsons doing it. I think Josh Allen was announced mm -hmm. to do it. Uh, obviously, Aaron's doing mm -hmm. it. Tom's continuing to do it. This is good news for everybody. And on the first Let's Go podcast, I believe, of this season, alongside Larry Fitzgerald and Jim Gray, a serious XM podcast, Tom was asked by Jim Gray, mm -hmm. sponsored by Ruth's Chris, I think. Yeah, Ruth's Chris, one of the many sponsors. Yeah, I think Ruth's Chris this was a family dinner. Mm -hmm. uh, Jim Gray asked Tom Brady about what is going on and what about the 11 days. And Tom Brady's answer was interesting. And there's one omission from his speech that everybody is saying is quite glaring. But do you notice a difference? Is there a difference now? And if so, how would you describe it? Yeah, I think there's a, a good difference. I think for all of us, you know, as you get older, you know, life changes quite a bit. You know, I think there's different responsibilities that take form in your life. Um, there's different perspective you gain. You know, when I was 25, all I did was think about football. You know, that's, that was my, that was my life. It was eat, sleep, drink I, football, I, you know, because it was my profession. It was my career. And then over time, other priorities develop because, you know, you change and evolve through life and you grow in different ways. So, you know, you take on these different responsibilities of family and, and commitment and so forth. And, you know, you, you commit time and energy to those things. So even though once at 25, you know, yeah, was I a good football player? Then, yeah, I was pretty good. I think I'm a better football player now, obviously. Um, but I, that also comes with a lot of other aspects of life that continue to change because it is your life. And I think I alluded to a few weeks ago, you know, everyone deals with different things in their life. And, um, you know, because we're, you know, you play out on a big stage and a big, you know, there's, there's a big, uh, there's a big camera that's always on you. You know, you, you're living your life, but you're living your sports life too. And they're covering sports, but they're, you know, they're covering your life too. And you're living your life and you can't stop your life, even though sports is happening. So even though I'm, you know, playing in my 23rd year, I have a freshman in high school that's playing football too. I have, you know, a 12 year old that's going through his life. I have a nine year old that's going through her life. So and I have parents, and I have, you know, a lot of things that are really important, what? you know, off-field pursuits no and, and goals that TV you're 12? trying to maximize as well. So, yeah. sure. you know, we all have Anybody different else? things that are going on. And I think once football season comes, I really lock in on what I need to do and how I need to focus and how it, the kind of commitment I need, I need to make for the organization so that we can maximize our potential as a team. And that's the commitment I've always made, and I've tried to do that in the best way possible and try to bring as much joy as I can to the people that are, are watching. I never felt like I ever wanted to cheat anyone with that. Well, a couple things said there at the end. Most joy for people. He definitely got booted at the Hall of Fame sure. just a couple years ago because mm -hmm. how much pain and agony he has brought to a lot of people out of his greatness. And I, he said he never cheated anybody out of any of that. A lot of people say, oh, ain't that interesting? Where's the ball in place? Uh, but Tom Brady obviously going through some shit at home. I think that is what the internet is saying immediately after this. And we all need to be supportive of them being humans, being adults, and going through a marital relationship that everybody else is experiencing if you are married. If you're retired and you think your life's going to be vastly different, then all of a sudden, just a few days later, you go, actually, I'm going right back into that thing. Yeah. To prove what? To do what? What are you doing? Uh, there's still more to figure out. You can see how that maybe becomes a little bit of a conversation. That's the case. If this is revenge season, oh. revenge body season whoa you know and i'm not saying they broke up i'm not talking about anything this is what the internet's saying i'm sure. just relaying a message and i'm 
you know, trying to sniff out what the truth is. All you have to do. Sure. Because this is journalism. Mm -hmm. If this is revenge body season for Tom Brady, fucking look, look out. Look out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was actually kind of down on Tampa Bay Buccaneers because with all these distractions, I don't care how many superstars you have, how many goats you got out in the pasture, distractions are not making it, you know, that's not an easy thing to win alongside because it's already hard enough to win an NFL game, especially with some injuries in some key places. Not that I don't think old Hainsey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bob, Bob Hainsey's not going to be able to do a trick with Jensen out there, but you're losing an all-pro, basically. Tom Brady's there's a lot of, you know, who knows what's going on. Now that I'm here, maybe he's just fully focused on football and also his oldest son's Jack going into a freshman football. Yeah. Got to set the standard for him. I'm all the way back in on Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I don't think that's exactly how everybody else viewed that conversation they just heard from Let's Go Podcast. Well, I think it could go one of two ways, too. This, that, yeah. that, that is the first thing I thought, too, is like, oh, fuck, Tom's locked in. Mm -hmm. The punch the ticket to the the bucks going to the super bowl right now but you also look at on the other side it's like if there really is you know what they're reporting with all the marital stuff with Drama. yeah exactly G giselle going to puerto rico or oh, whatever it was that, that tmz yeah bingo uh but also that's, yeah that's we let into it. Yeah. yeah but also like how doesn't that hang over your head you know if you're not just like because if he does just dive head in it's like does does that solve anything you assume that that just makes everything in his personal life worse and as the season drags on and it requires more time and attention when the games start to matter more like the it, it, that I feel like that is a tough thing to balance. I think Tom Brady only knows one way, right? Yeah. I, th mm -hmm. I think that he only knows one way, and obviously that way was something that he had naturally, but then Bill Belichick, you know, molded him mm -hmm. even more so into how he should be spent. I think his work ethic was always incredible. Yeah. You know, people say, what well, was photo combine or proto? Sure. Like, hey, this guy's working hard on his body. But I think he was always like a perfectionist, like yeah. a uh, kind of over-compulsive, excessive compulsive, yeah. excessively compulsive on a lot of things. And then he was just kind of waiting for his opportunity. And then obviously in New England, he did. So I think him with his work ethic, with his drive, with his passion, with his entire buy-in-ness to every single season. When he said he was 25, all he did was eat, sleep, drink football. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was also going on and winning a bunch at that point too. Yeah. So it's like his entire life has brought a lot of riches in success with him doing things the way he has done things on the football field now i don't want to dive i don't want this to be like tmz around here because we have no reason to be talking about anybody but giselle was also the goat right oh yeah, yeah. she was Big also time. and in that documentary the uh the man in the arena the man in the arena they even talked about how giselle had to put her like a lot oh, yeah. of her opportunities to a side, uh, to the side because Tom with football. So whenever you see that type of thing in the documentary, you have to wonder yourself, whenever he decides to retire, do you think Giselle was maybe thinking like, okay, now I can focus and do some shit. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's like, ah, actually, I'm going right back into that where I am. You know the deal. I'm watching film all the time. Even when I'm on a Manning cast, I'm fucking watching film in mm -hmm. there because I have to be excessively compulsive about it now. Not only because I'm trying to build a reputation like I did whenever I was 25. Now I I gotta hang on to it when motherfuckers see tom brady this ain't the you know i'm i'm old and broke tour where you can barely get the words out into the microphone when these some of these singers hang on for one last yep. payday tom brady's like i ain't going out like that so i have to do exactly everything i've done for this entire time the last 22 years and i assume that was probably a pretty big talking point within the household yep. and you could see how that's the case but you could also see how tom maybe goes this is the only thing that has brought me Happiness, happiness, success. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything I've ever wanted in my life has come from this sport. Probably going to be difficult for Tom to let it go. 
Yeah. Impossible. So probably really? going to be difficult for Tom to let it go. So whenever you know your significant other says, "I've put everything on hold for you for two decades, basically." Yeah. I've I've done. Yeah. I've had opportunities to do a lot of things. She has. I think she's had very a lot of success. Everybody's always talked about it. But there's probably more that she's probably been able to could have tapped into mm-hmm. if she didn't have to worry about everything else that while Tom was doing his thing. And then now she's like realizing that maybe Tom's not going to, it's not going to be as easy for him to hang it up as everybody thinks. He had $375 million waiting for him. That yeah. wasn't enough. Yeah. He still said no. Yeah, he still said no. It's like maybe that realization is becoming a thing. Maybe his kids. It just feels like Tom's got a lot of shit going on at home. We would like to thank Tom for his sacrifices at home. For all of us as football fans. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. It's not, it's, hey, that doesn't change your situation at home at all. Not one bit. No. Not one fucking bit does that make your life easier. But I'd like to let you know, we appreciate your sacrifices and all that you've done for the league and for the game. And, uh, yeah, good luck. You know, at home. Yeah, that, that, right. that, that seems like it's going to be an interesting situation for some time to come. I wonder if Tom wasn't really ready to retire and maybe it was Giselle who texted Schefter and said, hey, break the news, force him into retirement. And that's why Tom was so upset. I got to fucking put him out to pasture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get Darlington on the phone. Could see it happening. But also, if they don't win the Super Bowl, or is he you know, coming right back? Because it feels <laughs> like that's the only way he stops playing is if he ends on winning the Super Bowl. Well, the NFC is going to be difficult because David Bakhtiari says he's on Ooh, track no. to start in the opener versus the Minnesota Vikings. Now, oh, yeah. it was reported by somebody else. I forget who was the one that broke the news, but Bakhtiari, oh, Bob Domofsky of ESPN Packers Nation, I mm-hmm. believe. Yep. Uh, Bob Domofsky has been on this show before? Yeah. Yes. Bob Domofsky, yes. Yeah. Great call. Hey, Bob, doing great. Good Love you, Bobby. Doing great, Bob. Bob Domofsky reported that he is due to return for the opener potential, and he quote tweeted that and said, hey, we're taking it one day at a time, Bob. Mm -hmm. Let's not get too out of control here. That's good signs for everybody in Green Bay, for every owner of Packers Nation, for every single person that roots for the Cheeseheads, including this show, because Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, he said, I'm just taking it one day at a time, Bob. Let's not blow things out of proportion. Uh And it was the Joker who had a bomb on his vest whenever he showed up at the mob (laughs) meeting, Mm -hmm. I believe, when he uh, he ended up putting a guy's face through a pencil yeah, that's right so i don't know what i mean maybe bob has a little bit of a hr department here you know what i mean could be maybe a little bit of a threat sure. from bach but also this seems like when we talked to bach when we talked to aaron mm-hmm. the reports that were coming out felt like it was relatively positive him being back for the opener great news that's a game changer for your fucking team too. yeah absolutely massive and even just him saying that even if he somehow does miss the opener that makes me feel like okay well it's not going to be you know we're sitting at week eight and he still hasn't played like i think he's going to play much sooner like do you think at this point what is it tuesday they play on sunday like do you th- he knows whether or not he can go on Sunday right now, right? Or do you think it still is like kind of up in the air a little bit? I'm not sure. I, maybe. Maybe he's already made a decision that he's back and they don't want to publicly release it because there could be a minor, you know, a little bit of a Tweak. setback over right. the next couple of days. That you Then you set the expectations and then all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, again, this guy isn't playing. I thought it was interesting when he came on the show and was like, yeah, when I was on my honeymoon and I walked up this yeah. big fucking sand dude yeah. Yeah. to see the view. My knee hurt so bad. And it was during that that I said, we probably got a problem here. <laughs> and that led to a surgery that ended up probably fixing his knee right, and getting him back on time. So, you know, you can find, uh, you can find true joy 
in an unusual place. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In a hopeless place there. Yeah. Uh, but Bach being back is great for the Packers. I can't wait to see what they do with that young offense. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers Tuesday is back for an unprecedented season mm-hmm. three. Please. I assume it's going to be much more positive with old Draft out there on the left side again. Yeah, it's huge with, with him and Elton James. Let's just say he's back. Yeah, yeah. sure. He's Bach. But hey, then we did that last Bach. time. Guess who's Bach? Bach, Bach again. Bach is Bach. Taylor Fred. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Guess but who's Bach? Guess Bach, who's Bach again. again. Bach, Bach again. Bach again. Because he's Bach. He's left tackle Bach. That's right. He's all pro Bach. Yeah. He's no longer sitting on a sideline chugging beers for watching other people succeed Bach. Mm-hmm. Bach is Bach again. And Bach is back. Pause. Well said. Wow. Well said. It's good Go for Bach, Bach and... You know, that, that's really when you start to feel like football is Bach. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Yeah. Football's Bach, dude. What were you going to say? I'm sorry, Tony? No, with him and uh, Elton Jenkins being healthy, I believe he is. Is he healthy now? Uh, not completely, but he's trending. I mean, he same deal. He blew his knee out last year, and he's trending in the right you direction as well. You need those guys because I feel like with the young wide receivers coming into it, they got a couple stallions in the backfield people forgot. That people they... forgot about Aaron Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's still on the Dog. team, right? Yeah. Haven't talked about him at all because A.J. Dillon has kind of grabbed the headlines because he ran over that fucking mascot and his quads are so large and Mm -hmm. he had a great season last year and he's coming into another one. Aaron Jones, run, catch, everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute dog in the backfield. You get a good offensive line, you have potential of play action. I mean, Aaron could probably make anybody open at that point, let alone people he's saying he ain't never seen run around the field before. He said, there's a draft running around like a goddamn gazelle out there. Yep. We ain't never seen a guy like that before. He's excited. Packers fans should be excited. And Bach is Bach again. Hell yeah. Uh, let's move along here. Left tackle Jason Peters, who's 40 years old, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles. Everybody calls this guy probably the greatest left tackle of all time. Super athletic, super powerful, absolute dog was able to play the left tackle position at a high level for a long 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 time now at the age of 40 Whitworth uh, just won a Super Bowl with the Rams at the age of 40 plus at left tackle which is the most athletic position on the offensive line apologize for saying it to all you guards and centers Mm -hmm. and right tackles they know hey fuck it they know they know they know most athletic position where you're taking on absolute stallions or getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars to get to the quarterback you're the blind side you're protecting a half a billion dollar asset behind you it's a difficult position last week whenever the Dallas Cowboys lost their left tackle they thought they were going to keep it in house they signed 40 year old Jason Peters Mm -hmm. good for him I assume he's all the way back Uh, Ian Rappaport was the first on the case the Cowboys have agreed to terms of future Hall of Famer offensive tackle Jason Peters source said so just one source told him that. Mm-hmm. Oh. So Jerry Jones said, hey, he fucking, <laughs> guess what? You remember this guy, Jason Peters? He's been playing in the NFL for 20 years. He's a fucking cowboy. <laughs> Another year for the 40-year-old who figures to help Dallas out of position of need. The former Eagles legend lives in Texas and oh. now joins his hometown team. Now, I did see that it is not his hometown. He is from like an hour and a half, two hours away, and Ian oh. got dunked on by somebody in Texas doing yeah, that. Naturally. But he is a Texas boy playing for the Dallas Cow Boys. Boys. At a position in need, we'll see if he still got it. They're going to find out quick. Huge there because uh, Jerry said that the, the game, the run, the Dallas Cowboys go through Ezekiel Elliott this year. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also same offense coordinator. Yep. Mm-hmm. Same Dak Prescott. Kelmore. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Less wide Mike McCarthy's still there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that, that ball goes through the backfield. Yeah, they're going to uh-huh. throw it 60 times a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good idea there, Jerry. You can put that as publicly as you want to, but whenever push comes to shove and shit needs to happen, they're going to start slinging that rock. I mean, that's just what's going to happen. Dak Prescott's broken, like, every record every single time he's gone in there, and they sure. still have yet to win the playoffs, which is probably why uh, Jerry Jones is like, hey, we need to start fucking – 
Let's start running that ball. Let's get these boys yeah. off the fucking field here. Let's go ahead and run this defense down so then Dak can do his thing. They don't win. I don't know what's going to happen with Mike McCarthy, but we all assume that Sean Payton, who was on Up and Adams this morning, yeah. Kay Adams' new show on FanDuel TV debuted today. Congrats, Woo. Kay. Congrats to Kay and to FanDuel TV. Mm-hmm. Formerly TVG, now FanDuel TV on all your local uh, markets, mm-hmm. and you can find them online at any platform, basically. They're yep. on basically everything. Kay Adams had Sean Payton on earlier. He looked like he was having a good time. Yeah, He absolutely. looked like he's ready to go, taking a little break from uh, coaching the game. He's working for NFL Fox Sunday, I believe. Uh-huh. He's uh, allegedly in the driver's seat to take over that team uh-huh. if they don't yeah. make the playoffs this year. Do they make the playoffs this year because the NFC East is the NFC East? I didn't. Uh, I, what I are the down. odds? Can we get the odds for the divisions? I don't know what yeah. all graphics are working. It's changed uh, because it mm-hmm. used to be the Cowboys were heavy favorite not heavy favorites but and then it was even at one point the eagles maybe even better odds than them now yeah they are so the nfc east dallas cowboys plus 145 to win that thing eagles tied with them that was after the left tackle got hurt they'd end up being a two-headed or two-horse race in the nfc east between the eagles who are seem like building all Mm facets over there sirianni gets another year of experience doing rock paper scissors Mm -hmm. aj Bryan. The defensive side of the ball. So they, Jordan they, Davis. Yeah, they yeah. were big dude. Yeah. Humble guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just traded for CJ GJ. Yes. Yeah, bringing in an absolute dog yeah, on the back end. And then Washington Commanders with Carson Wentz plus 550. And then the Giants, who I know new regimes try to make old regimes look bad mm-hmm. because new regimes are always going to say, oh, look what we had to deal with. Look what we had. I don't think the new regime over there in New York, Joe, and Dayball have to do much to make Gettleman look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. They've had to redo contracts yes. so many times to try to open up a little bit of space. When you say, like, Galladay's getting paid more than, I think, like, 15 of the top 20 quarterbacks mm-hmm. this season. That's a wide receiver, by the way, who's not, I don't, I don't know, projected fantasy points because we got a draft coming up tomorrow night. Yep. First time I'm playing fantasy tomorrow, me and CFO. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Fucking... Okay. Make it happen. We're about to win this thing, too. Okay. I don't know what Galladay's projections is. Probably not great. I have no idea. Then he just had to redo Leonard uh, Williams' Williams. contract. Mm -hmm. He was getting paid more than Aaron Donald in 2023 now (laughs) because he had to redo the contract. Edelman was trying to hand out cash to turn his team around quickly, kind of like what the Jaguars are doing right now. But none of them seem to hit, and the team is in a worse spot than they were before he got there. So I guess the Jaguars are going to have to see how it pans out. But that Gettleman guy, oh. every day that passes, his shit looks worse, it oh, yeah. seems like, over there for the Giants. They're fucked. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I think Dayball and Wink and Joe and all them, that's a great lineup of people. But if you're constructed in a terrible fact, are the Giants ever going to be good? Hey, Bruce, are you guys ever going to be good again over there? Honestly, it's a damn shame, I think, whenever you, whenever you listen to Eli and Strahan and can't even everybody talk about the history of the Giants uh-huh. franchise? Mm-hmm. They went on that run. They've always been gritty. They had it in there. Big Tuna was back there running sure, shit. Right, I mean, sure. he was the guy. Now they're just literally a laughing stock, and they're still dealing with the previous GMs here two, three years later. It's only going to continue to get worse. Yeah, until they get all those contracts off the books. They, they really but it's don't. all fake. Yeah, it's well, all fake. Yeah. And Daniel Jones, they didn't pick up his fifth-year option, so you know that it's like, hey, if Daniel Jones doesn't ball out, which you know you can expect what you want, but probably not going to happen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the word on, positive? Yeah, absolutely. Staying positive. But, you know, like you said, Kenny Galladay, who I think had zero touchdowns last year, is getting paid more than, like, Tyreek Hill. James Bradbury, the corner they paid, they let him go and now he's on the Eagles mm-hmm. still in the division making that team much better so it really is one of those things where it feels like this year's already a wash for the Giants and Dable and Joe Shane just because of the fact that they have That's nothing to work Shane. with. I kept saying Joe 
I couldn't get it out of my jo- mouth. Joe Shane, though. Yeah, but it's spelled Shun, right? Yeah, Shun. Yeah. And I almost said Scone because of Quills. Yeah, yeah. Right. well, at the Rangers <laughs> game, you know, they didn't even know it's in his own city. Remember, they cropped him out and they just had Dable and he was sitting right next to him. Yeah, but, you know, they go prove themselves. And that's, that's right. right. Uh-huh. And, and Dable, what, was big drunk at every fucking hockey yeah. game? Yeah, he was. Hey, enjoy mm-hmm. his good times, pal. Maybe that's why he's not yeah. calling plays this year. Who, Dable? Yeah, he said Mike Kafka's calling plays. Okay, so that's a great transition into a real conversation. There's numerous places that we don't know who's calling plays on offense. This is a talking point that I'm not – I'm not sure we've ever had before. Normally going into a season, it's pretty well established who's going to be calling sure. plays. Hey, who's who's running the game for our <laughs> offensive side? Who's been working with the quarterback? Who's been working with the offense? Who understands the flow of the game, what they want to accomplish? Normally, we're at a point where it's like, we know, and it's not really even a talking point. It's just like, Correct. you talk about the quarterback, you don't really normally talk about the play caller unless the play caller is the head coach, and then that gets added into a conversation that the, play, uh, that the head coach has. It's never like a talking point. And I might be wrong, we're only in this game like four or five years at this point. But this year it's a real talking point. Obviously with New England, yep. mm-hmm. nobody has a clue what the fuck's going to happen. Oh, no There's another. I had no idea that the Detroit Lions <laughs> are currently in the middle of a who the hell is calling the fucking plays for this oh, season yeah. conversation. That is taking place right now. Yep. And MCDC had a press conference, and he didn't give us any answers on who's calling plays. He actually gave us a little insight into what it's like to once have the power to call plays, and then maybe a conversation is had about you no longer calling the plays and kind of the emotions behind it. MCDC, Motor City Dan Campbell, mm-hmm. head coach of the Detroit Lions, talking about something that maybe the local people knew. I did not even know it was a conversation, but MCDC is awesome. Here's what he has to say about Cohen plays in the NFL. Do you feel like he's uh, ready to call plays this, this Sunday? And yeah, but I, but I think I am too. So <laughs> this is going to be good. It's going to be fun. Man. He's done a great job. Yeah, he's good. Huh? Well, this is going to be interesting to find out. I'm excited to know too. You mean by not? Saying who's calling? Uh, yeah, I mean, I maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I'm just not quite there yet. I mean, I still have this uh, eagerness to want to call it myself, and so I'm, I'm just, man, it's going to be, you know, I don't know. It's going to be good. <laughs> Rocking the podium, and then he's talking about how it's going to be interesting. I'm excited to see what that means. Are they going to go bull in a ring? Are, yeah. they gonna, are, they doing, are they doing Oklahoma drill to see who's fucking calling plays? Uh, Coach MCDC, I, I did not know this was a conversation. I guess this was happening behind closed doors. Yeah. What is really going on in your mind, uh, Coach MCDC? Well, man, I mean, you saw last year I started calling plays. We turned the season around, man. You know, I mean, what? We won two, three games. I really don't remember because we lost so many. But no, man, <laughs> as you start, you know, I, I've been playing a lot of Madden lately. That what? New, yeah, that new Madden 23 came out, man. Uh, and not only do I look like an absolute bag of mashed up asshole, and that's something they need to change <laughs> real soon. And another thing with that man, the the, the tackling mechanics and some of, some of that other stuff, it, just, it doesn't really feel like real football, man. But you, know, you get that you get that joystick in your hand, you know, you get that R three L three bumper, man. You start to feel the juice you're getting. You know, I, I feel very good. You know, and granted, you know. We're still trying to kind of find our Greg Jennings, man. You know, I mean, every team wants to find a guy who can just put the team on his back, though, man. Okay. Uh, Is I don't, that what you guys are doing? You're playing Madden against each other? This yeah, season? I've been playing a lot of it. You know, it's funny. The uh, the playbook they have in there, man, very similar to the, to 
<laughs> to what we're actually. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they did it, but we'll see. I mean, I, I may call what some if, of the plays. What if there is a team meeting and they walk in there? And who's the other person that might be calling plays? Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. So it's not Brunel either. No, it's no, fucking no. Ben Johnson. Yeah, Ben Johnson. <laughs> oh, see. Okay, so imagine you walk into a team meeting and fucking MCDC's on the left with the sticks and fucking Ben Johnson's on the right. <laughs> they both got to play as the Detroit Lions against mm-hmm. each other. And whichever team has the most offensive success and wins Sweet. the game is calling the plays. That would be an electrifying yes. fucking team meeting. Right? I'm almost expecting on hard knocks tonight for him to walk in and throw <laughs> something down and be like, Madden's got our whole fucking playbook, man. <laughs> How'd that happen, huh? <laughs> I'm really yeah. expecting. Who's but, telling? Yeah. Which one of you guys is fucking going to EA Sports, man? Huh? They got every fucking play we run. <laughs> Playing something on NFL films yeah. hard knocks. Yeah. Keith Gossrow. Yeah. This son of a bitch is giving it out there. But I do like the fact that he's like, you're going to have to pry these play calling duties out of my yeah. fucking cold dead hands. They were much better hands. on offense they last were. year when he started calling Golf plays. was a million times better. Yeah. Golf was a different quarterback because it was Anthony Lynn. Anthony well, Lynn well, gets relieved of his duties. No offense. Yeah. I'm doing this. And it was a brand new person at quarterback. I couldn't believe it. And so now Ben Johnson got um, promoted to mm-hmm. OC. Can we and, put a picture of Ben Johnson up? Do we have the yeah. capability yeah. of doing yeah, it? Yeah, when you said like? the Oklahoma drill thing, once you see he's a photo of him, MCDC would absolutely eviscerate it. What you say? He's pretty white. Yeah. Just the whitest human of all time? Yeah. So everybody just assumed that this guy was getting the play calling duties just because MCDC's big dumb meathead? Is that what everybody assumed? I assume so, but we knew in preseason that they were going back and forth and calling them. So So is MCDC competing against a guy right now on a team that he runs? And he yeah. That's him? exactly what's happening. That is exactly It's interesting. We're going we're gonna to look at the final tally, man. Yeah. <laughs> How many I'm excited to find out, too. Hey, we're, doing, we're running the analytics, man. I guess I called more draws on the first play yeah. than everybody else. We had more first... Oh, oh, he boy. is very uh-huh. well. Yeah. yeah. In he, practice, though, like on Hard Knocks, though, it feels like seems like he's calling all the plays. Mm-hmm. So it'd be so media just expects Ben Johnson. It, ben, by the way, just classic standard white. Yeah. This is yeah. not a. That's not a shot of uh, you. No, you're fine. I am a brand of white as well. There's a lot of fuck boys that look like I look. Not as many wear tank tops as I do. Sure. That's kind of become my fuckboy thing. But uh-huh. <laughs> uh, good luck out there, Ben. So I think you start with MCDC. You can always go to Ben. Yes. Mm-hmm. You start with Ben. Can he go to MCDC? And what's Ben standing sure. within the within the team if he's been yeah? What's he do by the head coach? I forget if he was tight end coach or if he was uh, the pass game coordinator. Runs through, the offense runs through the tight ends. Yeah. Right? I yeah. assume I assume MCDC just took over last year without knowing how good he would be, and then he was like, "I'm pretty damn good I at fu- this. I want to keep." I fucking doing love it. this. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. Beat the Cardinals. It's like yeah. a video game, man. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to see? Me? You want to make a call? Four <laughs> verticals. But I love just the thought of him putting a game plan together. What he wants to do because. You know, it's very easy to make fun of MCDC uh-huh. because he is nothing like any other head coach we have seen. He is nothing like the greatest coach we have seen, Bill Belichick. He's actually the complete opposite. Gives a lot to the media, mm-hmm. has personality, does 40 fucking up-downs. Not yeah. that Bill Belichick wouldn't, but he is just his own human, and he is nothing like anything else. Him and Vrabes, I guess, kind of similar, but Vrabes says shit to the media. Sure. Vrabes doesn't say yeah. a single thing to the media. MCDC is an entity in of himself, mm-hmm. and he's like nothing else, so it's easy to judge somebody like that. Same thing with Aaron. Aaron is an anomaly and alien. He's nothing like what he's supposed to be, back-to-back MVP, so he's easy to judge. What if MCDC is like the greatest, you know, 
fucking game planner in the history yeah. of fucking games. Guru. It's possible. It was last year was his first year calling plays. He's settling in. It's going to be interesting. Maybe he's thinking like, yeah, I'm hitting my prime right now. Uh -huh. You should see the shit I'm dialing yes. up in practice. I'm cooking up this fucking defense. Deuce Daly, you see Deuce yelling at Aaron Glenn every day? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's because what the fuck I'm calling out there. I wonder if that's really happening in his head right now. Well, and I think he's obviously like a big uh, proponent of collaboration with his other mm -hmm. coaches and stuff like that, but he also is he, – he is – from at least what we've seen, like he's not a pass the buck guy. Like he he doesn't want to, uh, there to be like a baked in, built in excuse. Like mm -hmm. if they do start off shitty, it's like, well, I wasn't calling the plays, man. Right. So now I'm going to call the plays and we're going to win some games. Like he doesn't seem like that kind of guy. It seems like he is almost like, hey, if this ship is going to go down, I'm going to go down with it. So if that means him calling the plays from the get go, like I think that makes more sense for kind of what he's shown everyone, who, like who he is. Think about him going into the games. Dish, dish, focused up. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go, Dan. Let's fucking go, man. Get that call sheet. Jared? JG? Yeah. <laughs> Gonna need you here. Just that whole process. Because uh -huh. mm -hmm. he's in the game now. Yes. Not right. that head coaches aren't. No offense, head. Fuck head coaches. You get enough money for me to say this. Not that head coaches aren't in the game. But if you're calling plays, right. I mean, like. Really, you're a part. You are. Yeah, yeah. It's you jousting versus either the linebacker mm -hmm. or the defense coordinator or both, depending on what team you are there. So it's a different life. I assume when you're not calling plays as a head coach, Mike McCarthy was enjoying it. Remember? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mike yeah. McCarthy used to call plays. Mm -hmm. Gets Dallas. Like, Kellen Moore's going. Yeah, I'm good <laughs> for sure. Well, what are you going to do? I'll, I'll oversee it. Mm -hmm. I, will, I will oversee watermelons. It. It's just yeah. I'll, I'll be smashing yeah. fucking water. Get the team ready. I'll get in the boys' jack. Wait till you see what I do this year. Jerry's giving me a monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine he rolls in in a monster truck day one. Could I mean anything motivates the boys? But it's a much different life when you're calling plays when you're not calling plays. I assume there's a lot of proponents for MCDC to not call plays. Mm -hmm. If he has faith in Ben Johnson, okay, I can worry about a lot of other shit. If you're calling plays, that's kind of. You're kind of baked into the offensive side, whether you like it or not. And I wonder what Goff thinks, right? Because it's either Ben Johnson or MCDC in his ear the whole game, and that's a lot different, I assume. Yeah, because MCDC personally invested in the offense if he's offense coordinator. Yeah. So every drive, every play, oh. every series. Mm -hmm. Why can't we just do in-season hard knocks with the Detroit Lions? Yeah, just keep it going. Just run it all. Not that the Cardinals are short of stories. There's huh. a lot of them. Oh, oh yeah. sweet, yeah. Including video games, Call of Duty. Sure, mm -hmm. sure. Course. New drops, yeah. Watching film, new skins, new new head coach contract, new GM contract. Yeah, those two seem to be just like every other head coach and GM out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> walking the path. Yeah, of course. New wide receiver with Hollywood Brown, but like with the Lions, like it's much easier for them to start with Johnson. Would you say just because then it's like, hey, the first four weeks, you you uh, you want to start good, like Lombardi said, good teams start good and finish good. But like those first four weeks aren't as important as you know weeks ten to. 14, if you will. I have so. no idea. I have no idea what to do. I was talking um, earlier. We had a call with FanDuel chatting about everything that they got going on. You know, it's it's interesting calls because they're laying out, like, what they have going on. And we're chit-chatting about what we can do. These are the meetings where we press a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. hey, can we get a uh, – Of course. Get, like, for instance, there's now a last touchdown scored bet. Yeah. On the, the week? No, no. No, in the game. You, the last touchdown score. So you could oh, say first score, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, is obviously yeah. something. Now they've added a, even in last touchdown score, which is a complete gamble. Yeah. Roll the dice. Oh, yeah. But if you think it's going to be a good game, 
Travis Kelsey, right, for the Chiefs. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Probably going to be, probably going to have a lot of last touchdowns. Like, we can start getting, so like, all these things kind of start taking place. And then they laid out a scenario they were kind of put into, like, either choose to do this or do this. And I straight up said to him in the middle of the meeting, man, I'm fucking pumped. I don't have to make that decision. Yeah. You know, like that. Yeah. Hey, that's not, whichever way you go there, it's going to be great. Right? Right. It's going to be great, I'm sure. Yeah, but I'm excited. Like, that's the type of, like, Ben Johnson or MCDC, mm-hmm. I am happy I don't have to make that fucking decision. Because if Ben Johnson comes in and he stinks, does he lose all credibility with the whole fucking team literally early? And then MCDC comes in, has success again. Yeah. Then they're good towards later end of the season. What's life like around the building with Ben Johnson? If MCDC starts, has success, cool, this is sure. how it's going to be. If he does bad, he can hand it off to Ben Johnson. And then they got, I guess it's a big guessing game on whether or not he's worth a fuck. Well, and I don't think the Lions are the kind of, like, they. So win, 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 or lose. Kind of what yeah. right. with yeah. Nagy when he was calling plays and then he wasn't good at it and he turned it over and then they, they lost all respect for Nagy, it felt like. And that's what happened to Anthony Lynn last year. He had the play calling, he stunk, MCDC took it over, Anthony Lynn is not a part of the Lions anymore. They're also not in a situation, like, they have to start fast. Like, the Lions can't start 0-4 because when you when you do that all the time, like, I feel like I think they have How to start How many wins, Foxy? Ten wins, seven losses. That's not what he said earlier. It's not. They just lost uh, offensive linemen. Yeah, yeah. Hard. Every Lions fan Five was time. looking forward to our Five offensive time. line finally being together, and this came out of nowhere, <laughs> and I don't even know what the injury was. Mr. Vitae is out, which is a damn shame, but Lions got a lot of decisions to make. We'll be watching with bated breath as the last episode of Hard Knocks is this evening, mm-hmm. 10 p.m. Eastern on... HBO. Oh, yeah. More news around the NFL. Uh, Shaq Leonard for the Indianapolis Colts. Last year, should have been in conversation for defensive MVP. Team didn't make plus. Yep. Ooh. Mm. Sorry. Whole new team this year, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody on the offense is talking about how much different it was than last year, and they're saying, Matt Ryan's a fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, of course. Just like Jim Irsay said when he came on the show sitting on a throne in his house, when he came on the show at uh, training camp, mm-hmm. Jim Irsay said, Matt Ryan, we got an astronaut, we got a Navy SEAL, we got a guy. He's come in been commanding, mm-hmm. demanding accountability. He's telling people where he wants them, how he wants them. This is from Zach Kiefer of The Athletic. It's night and day compared with last year, one offensive player said anonymously. Don't mm-hmm. love that. Don't like anonymous quotes coming out of the locker room. Hmm. Interesting. But this person probably didn't want to hurt any friendship with anybody. So that's why they did it. It wasn't to go against the team. Uh, it was probably just nice guy. personal relationship, family, friends. Sure. But it is night and day. In Westfield, Ryan was full-time quarterback, part-time coach, constantly tutoring the wideouts and tight ends during and after drills. Honestly, it's easier that way, Mo Ali Cox said, tight end, who's an absolute stallion, because you're better off just doing what he tells you to do. Wide receiver Michael Pittman Jr., who uh, was seen on our show during training camp when we stopped yeah, up there yeah. against the Detroit Lions, uh, caught one of the Colts in-home cameras echoing the same thought. Just do what Matt says, he always says. Just do what Matt says. Last year, we were out there running the plays, but we were basically just playing football. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Sure. Pittman explained a few weeks later, asked about Ryan's arrival. I mean, we would just run around and make plays. This year, we are trying to be organized. Be at our spots and at our depths because that's how Matt likes it and how he commands it, and it's what he expects. So you better be there, says Michael Pittman Jr. Thank fucking God yeah. Matt Ryan has come to the court. Thank you, yeah, Matty. Thank you, Matt. What a glowing endorsement of Carson Wentz. Yeah. Well, we knew. Stop, you gotta stop. got to feel great if you're a Commanders fan, huh? Stop, stop. Fucking guy. We stop. knew Jesus. Matt Ryan was going to be better than Elmo. No, we, we knew that from the get-go. Well, just because of the suit he was forced to wear for his press conference does well. not mean anything. Carson was great on our show. He's very nice to sure. everybody. Yeah. He's beloved in Indiana as a human. As a football player, it was not like what Indianapolis 
this Colts fans have become a tradition of watching. It was a lot of what Michael Pittman was echoing there, which is kind of the, you know, hey, we're just going to play football out here. This is the concept. This is the scheme. But ultimately, let's just fucking feel it out there. Okay, let's just flow. I might fucking run around. I might balance on a goddamn football. You continue to run your route, though, because as I'm down on the football, which I already turned over in the last drive, left-handed shot put in somebody Mm -hmm. for a zero-yard pick six. Oh, yeah, that was... uh Back in the Reddit stream today, two days on NFL football, two-yard pick six to lose for the second time to the Titans. Yeah. That was sweet. Yeah, then next series, he comes back, <laughs> fucking palms the ball on the middle of the field, uh-huh. and just says, fuck it, Pittman, throws it into triple coverage, and Pittman goes up and gets it. Dime. Uh, yeah, a dime. Yeah, a dime in the Absolute triple coverage. Bucket. It was. It was a beautiful ball. But that's what Carson is. He's just a football player. Yeah. And I think they should have ran a little bit more hurry up potentially for him. That might have helped sure. if there wasn't as many, like, even thought of plays happening. There was numerous times, allegedly, we don't know because we were not on a play or another play call, where he would check out of a run when we have an actual MVP cannon in the backyard. So I think for all parties, we are thankful that – Carson's taking that style to the commander's offense, yeah. and it can be electrifying. It can be great for the commanders in the NFCs. Maybe they go on a run. Possibly. But with Matt Ryan being in Indianapolis, it is a whole new feel around the Colts fandom, around Colts nation, and around a lot of things with the Colts. Sportsbooks have the Colts over the Texans as the largest spread of week That's one. Largest spread. Interesting. Colts over Texans. Colts did not make the playoffs last year. Oh. Colts have a brand new quarterback this year. A guy who's played zero snaps for the team at the most important position on the field. They are favored by seven and a half that is the largest spread of week one over the houston texans with dougie mills now i don't know how i feel exactly about that i'll be forced to bet on the colts because it's fucking week one and i'm a colts fan but a lot of that is because of how good the team is around matt ryan that defense is fucking unbelievable Mm -hmm. if they play adding gilly lock to the island kenny moore who i think has a few years left on his contract they're in contract negotiation so if he's still trying to hunt a bigger bag that's awesome deforest buckner grover down there and then you have shaq leonard back maybe healthier than he's ever been now they're reporting that he'll never be at 100 nobody's ever at 100 but if you recall he had an ankle injury all last year that they couldn't fucking figure out and they learned that it was actually a nerve in his back was being pinched that was affecting his ankle couldn't even like use his ankle and it was painful so this guy had however many tackles let's say a thousand and just say a hundred thousand however many punch outs which you have to be fast however many game changing plays had limited use of his ankle this year he should be all the way back he missed practice in his first practice back just this past week he had a pick against the twos not against the ones it wasn't Matt Ryan throwing the ball obviously so this team should be even better and you think if the quarterback position is completely figured out let's go Let's go on a fucking run in Indianapolis, and it's great to see Shaq almost back. My only worry for the entire team is um, how come the offensive head coach, when I was watching film yesterday, was like, we, we do need to get to a certain amount of yards. We, we can't be doing this stuff. Does that make sense? What are you talking about? How come the head coach didn't fix you know, all the just fucking willy-nilly shit last year? Oh, why did he let him freestyle so much? Yeah, he can't fix madness. Because he's his brother in Christ. Mm-hmm. That's true. I thought that was... That I, was don't, I don't think Matt Ryan is Jewish or Muslim. I believe he is probably... Uh, I don't know if he's devout. Right, yeah. yeah I don't no, think he's Carson. It's like that story he told when they were in the car, and he saw Carson's background on his Job. phone. And it's the exact same... Joel 316. Yeah, Job. exact same scripture he read that morning. It was like, boom. 
that's my guy. I don't know why we're not making fun of it. We're just saying that is why that's the relationship what, is so tight. Yes, yeah. that's what happened. That's that's the real thing. And just like God created me to be a foul mouth fucking sure. doofus. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God created Carson Wentz as a football player just to be a wild animal. Yeah. Yeah. Be that's a right. lunatic. Sure. And it the greats are great. Mm-hmm. The extended plays that at work are awesome. Yeah, wild. But there's some other ones. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald. He sprained both of his. I don't want Howard Bruner. I don't want. It's a no. dead horse. I don't want to say it anymore. But if a horse had two sprained ankles on one particular race, we would talk about it until that fucker was long, long, <laughs> well, long. Yeah, it wouldn't take long. Yeah, yeah. We also yeah. we also know what that was like because Max players. Whoa, in the whoa, 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 whoa. We don't need to get into how horses are treated after they run their final yeah. race. They're helping a lot of people, you know, nowadays. They're, you know, the glue in between arts and crafts. I, that's, that's, right. neat. that's what I was paper. talking about. Yeah. School project. That's that's exactly what I was talking about. It's not talking about. But that's what, it's a good thing to think about, you know. They're giving back to the community. Yeah. It's like when you die and you get buried in the ground, you help fertilize the soil. We had a kid that ate glue all the time. What was that kid's name? You remember his name? <laughs> I don't know which one we're talking about. <laughs> glue sniffer? This kid was really on it. I, I remember thinking to myself, that's a lot of fucking glue. This guy's oh, you mean squeezing it out of the bottle? It was Connor. No, yeah, it yeah, was. that was <laughs> true. I had a good little run there. I thought it was fluff. Let's go to some phone calls time. here on the five energy phone. You thought it was what? Fluff, like peanut butter and fluff, marshmallow, marshmallow yeah. fluff. Wow, tastes good. Really? Yeah, just like sniffing sharpies. <laughs> you know, just get your. Get I, the I did. You know, I had a little bit of a run there, and it's a little dangerous, but. I mean, the smell of gas there for a while. Oh, still. Really? Yeah. Oops, uh-huh. still good it. stuff. Yeah. yeah. I had to. your fingers? Yeah, I had to get away from it, though. <laughs> Love I had to get away. That it was smell. becoming a little bit of a problem. Yeah. How about those big, like, industrial size markers that are so tough? Oh, when they take yeah. the yeah. off, you basically pass out. Yeah. yeah, you can't be having that shit out around me when I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to do? I'm pretty bored around here. Yeah, especially, I mean, all the kids that you were selling cigarettes to, as soon as, you know, that business went out of town, they were stealing expo markers off the whiteboard. What a run that was. I mean, I was selling high schoolers. Fifth yeah. grade. No bodyguard. <laughs> Entrepreneur. It says a lot. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No bodyguard. It all started with one half-smoked cig that had lipstick still on it from a friend's mom. Mm-hmm. You can up that price. And I really started piecing things together. Oh, this is Hawk Molly right here. Wait a minute. I need to start robbing every ashtray I see. Yeah. Pick them up off the ground. I'm pretty proud of old fifth grade me. I mean, it caused quite a problem. I mean, they tried to sure, expel me. Sure, I mean, sure, it was yeah. real. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. But just piecing that together, if I'm ever fortunate enough to be a father, like, how do I deal with that? Like, part of me, that situation is going to be in this little fuck. How do I keep it? You don't. No. It's a, it's. Sorry about it, Sam. Like, this is I just the shit. Gotta let and I don't even learn. think kids that age, you know, it'd be more like a jewel or something like that. Sure. They're not even smoking cigarettes. And so, you you know, you don't have to worry about so it. I can't pods. be. Listen, little Midas McAfee can't be fucking giving out popcorn long. No. Right? That's true. Uh, that's true. Where's those spinners at? The fidget spinners? I thought about that this weekend. Where are those at? Those did die out. Yeah. They did. They took over everything. Are they impossible to create? Supply chain? Is that a problem? I, I just, I don't know. They were Phones. sweet. Did you ever use? I I mean oh, yeah. I would. Oh yeah, just sit there and just all day. Yeah, I was sitting in the middle of like having to fake like I was arbitrarily doing something in the middle of being a fucking kicker for a football team, <laughs> and just sit there and see how many times we could get that motherfucker to spin. The thing about people with ADD or ADHD though is ultimately you give them an object that only does one thing, they're going to get bored with it. Yeah. Yeah, but it does more than one thing because you got a pinky toes too. Yeah, you uh, can go the other way with it. Yeah, you yeah. But you're saying once once everybody figured it out. You're saying there's really no more games to be played. Oh, that's it? Okay. 
I'm done with this. I've seen a lot of people on uh, the internet call this the ADHD program of all time. Really? Pretty what? accurate assessment, I do believe. I saw in the comments a lot, uh, the YouTube, the Aaron Rodgers Tuesday season three unprecedented announcement. Sure. A, lot of saying, a lot of people saying, Adderall and Aaron, back again. Whoa. <laughs> Made me laugh. Made me laugh pretty good. I don't mess around with Adderall. I don't like what it did to my brain. I like this thing being all over the place. Exactly. Everybody needs to relax. We don't need We don't need that at all. No, I don't need drugs. to be too focused on one thing. We need to continue. <laughs> yeah. We need to continue to do it. What a fucking season we're about to have. I know. Oh, I know. Huge. Do you understand that? Oh, yeah. yeah. We are right here. Like this weekend, watching college games was awesome. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it so much. I had a blast. You won a bunch. I enjoyed just watching the game be played. I like watching people go bananas. That Georgia Tech Clemson game had a lot of empty seats. Oh, yeah. Ton. What's that all about? I don't know. It's I heard Dabo say we came to play at their place. I heard Dabo in the interview almost put it on Georgia Tech because Georgia Tech is in Atlanta. They're not normally in the Mercedes-Benz mm -hmm. Sphincter Dome or whatever yeah. it is. Mm -hmm. But it is... That seemed to be empty. Everywhere else, though, seemed to be pretty rompous. Yeah, it must have been just the, the spread. They must have thought it was going to be just be a terrible game. Started out. Yeah, well, they got to figure it out. Dog fight. Yeah. I'm not going to say it. Why? Dude, DJ Uyunglele, mm -hmm. uh -huh. he throws a bottle rocket. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if anybody's ever seen a bottle rocket get lit and shh. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's literally what his throw is like. Yeah. I've never seen anything uh -oh. like it. I have no idea how it happens, but that that song bitch will come down side. It'll oh, yeah. like move it. It'll like knuckleball. Then they put that kid in at the end from Texas, um, from Drew Brees High School, Caleb or Cade. Oh, or I had it. Whatever his name was. Freshman, five star. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a beast. He yeah. runs like a 4 3, and he threw a rocket on a guy, literally right on a guy's. And I'm intrigued to see how Dabo handles that whole thing because DJ Uyunglele is conversation for being the starter. He looked pumped. That that freshman. Cade Klubnik? Cade Klubnik. Klubnik. Nailed it. Yeah. I mean, without those two block punts, their offense really did nothing. A lot of block yeah. kicks. Yeah. A lot. ton. A lot of block. The, the kicking setup in college football with the three up backs and everybody spread so that you can run to the side and everybody can get down the field before the ball is punted. So then kind of eliminates the return. The rules are set up for college football to punt like that. It was to be had, I think, for a long time, that particular setup. I was doing that style of punting in college, what was that, 15 years ago? Mm -hmm. Long time. Always had questions. People would always get close, but nobody ever like really focused on taking advantage of it. Seems like going into this season, a bird call was sent out like, hey, mm -hmm. we can fucking go get this. Yeah. There's people just running right through. Blocks just being – there's MAs on every one of those things, and I would assume that the players would be like, well, I thought I had this guy. They were just overloading, out-scheming it. They're just out-scheming these college yeah. kids playing a position they never played before, and block punts are just changing everything. Block kicks, changing everything. Yeah. I like it. I love it. It's better for football. Well, it's crazy, too, because you look at some teams who, like like Iowa, for instance, like you can tell how much of an emphasis they put on special teams. Like, hey, guess what? Like We, we are going to be much better on special teams than whoever we're playing, no matter what. And then you look at it like – I mean, special teams is what lost LSU that game. They muffed two punts. They Norvell. Get yeah, exactly. Like, it, it, it is just kind of crazy, like, to see what teams really do, like, hey, you know, coach it. Special teams matter. Big time. Especially special in college. Special teams matter. Especially in college. And All in right. the NFL. Yeah, well, you guys know yeah. that. More yeah, bingo. Yeah.
football is here and we are thankful for it as is the talk to table at Ty Schmidt at Boston Connor one half of the hammer Dad. Cowboys Tone Diggs is here and joining us live from an attic in Ohio a man who's a college football national champion in which he celebrated 20 years later this past weekend in Columbus Ohio that's right wow. he's a Super Bowl champion he's the all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers he's a Ryder Cup champion a COVID survivor ladies and gentlemen AJ Hall hey, AJ how you doing pal Good. How you guys doing? Good. How was the weekend? You guys get all boozed up and live, live like the glory days whenever you guys were running around Columbus as just a bunch of broke college football Hell players yeah. breaking yeah. records, winning national championships, letting the refs give you a, give you a damn title. That's exactly how it worked out. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, it was uh, it was sweet. It was awesome. I was a freshman that year, 2002 national championship, so I saw a lot of guys that were juniors and seniors when I played, and some of them I hadn't seen in a long time. Yeah, man, you know, like when you see old teammates, my daughter even made a, a comment. She, we took them to this brunch Saturday. We got to see a lot of people and their kids. She's like, Dad, every single guy you see, you're like dapping them up and you're hugging. And all you do is just hit each other the whole time. And all you're hitting them and pounding their chest and their back. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what we do, man. Like, I haven't seen these guys in a while. It's good to see them. Hey, it's nice to pick up right where you left off, too. You know, it feels like that always happens in these types of events. This is the whole squad. I believe this is a Friday night. Where was this, AJ? Uh, they had a thing Friday night where they had like Coach Tressel and some of the seniors on stage, and then we got to hang out and see each other. And we, we went to a little place after this, but this wasn't everybody. I mean, everybody kind of came to the game Saturday. Hey, AJ, you're standing next to a legend. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who the sunglass must Quinn have. Pitcock. He's the man. Beast. Lives in Indy about five minutes from you. Oh, Quinn. Hey, thanks for showing up with that mustache. Yeah, yeah. Weapon. Whole squad was there. We got to see some of them. Uh, not you on college game day. Yeah, uh, what the hell? What happened, AJ? What Did you happened? just say nine doing it? No, those were they had what Maurice Claret and then the guys that were like upperclassmen on that team. I shouldn't have been up there. AJ, why AJ not? Freaking hot. And I was a freshman. Jack Harlow already had the stage, man. You got to give him his space. <laughs> All right, yeah, true. <laughs> hey, he powered through, didn't yeah. he? Jack Harlow yeah. powered through. Yeah, that he did. He crushed it. Um, they displayed a. Uh, trophy or art thing on college game day i didn't know you guys had so many teammates pass away that was like a massive part of the whole thing it felt like you know jim tressel with maurice claret that was awesome to see them back together but that team i think you, are you guys going to hang out more now is that the old classic when you get a reunion we need to do this more often <laughs> was that a conversation i assume yeah i think i think so i think it really like set in for a lot of guys you realize that we actually are old and we've had four guys die from this team so yeah it's uh I don't know. I hope I hope we find a way. I hope they see some of them see this and realize like how awesome I thought the weekend was and how cool it was to see those guys. I think I think they felt like it was seemed like a pretty successful weekend for everyone. I'm happy for you. Ohio State obviously gets the win, but mm. they hey it wasn't pretty early. No, it wasn't. Hey, it was a grinder a little bit. I actually sent a text to him. I said, Hey, go tell fucking LeBron James. Yeah. We need a little different mojo out of there. I don't like that your name or General Bob Carpenter wasn't listed on the stars at the game thing yeah, either. Was there were some f list motherfuckers on that list. Yeah. You were not. Kind of a shot at this show. The, a little bit. Kind little of bit. a shot at this show. Huh. I, did not, I did not like that. As I was reading it, I'm like, they're not putting A.J. Hawk's fucking name in this thing? Are you kidding me? Get the hell's hell that about? They're standing on A.J. Hawk's field at Uncle <laughs> at Uncle Wexy Stadium. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is Uncle Wexy Stadium, A.J. Hawk's field. Bob they're Carpenter. all standing on there. General Bob That's Carpenter weird. actually built the yeah. fucking uprights for the game. <laughs> Save the team. And they're not even saying I didn't like that at all, A.J., but what was the vibe like? Second half, much different squad. I assume that you guys just knew that was going to come, but started out a little bit rocky. I was wondering if the new NIL deals are ruining C.J. <laughs> He's too rich. Yeah, you did. You did send me a text like that. I know about the NIL. 
ruining the squad. I don't it's know. I, mean, I think Notre Dame's good. They're the number five team in the country. Like, you're not Are allowed they? to have a somewhat close game with them. I was pretty impressed by Notre Dame. I like Notre Dame's team. I thought they had good dogs. Mm -hmm. I thought their fast. defense was very good. I thought they looked fast. That, that's kind of how I judge every team now, if they're going to be worth a fuck. Are they fast or are they not fast? That's like after the West Virginia pick game. I was happy about the West Virginia team because they look fast. I'm yeah. like, hey, team looks fast. That means you're going to win some games uh, because speed kills matchups. Sure. Mm -hmm. Notre Dame looked fast. They look like a different team than they normally look, but obviously Ohio State in the end is Ohio State, and that's how things are going to go. Well, especially like the you know with the spread being what, what it was, I think a lot of people just assumed, oh, another big game, you know, like the national championship all those years ago where Notre Dame is supposed to be so good they get beat by 38 or whatever, and like that, that game was there for the taking the entire time, you know? It was like, it seemed like that is one of those things where it's like, okay, this a team like Ohio State who's probably going to be in the, in the playoff, like they are going to come back and win, but I think Notre Dame not getting blown out. Like if they win out, and they probably should, like they'll they'll be right in the conversation. I think they lost by two scores still, but they did. it was yeah. it wasn't seventeen and a half. You know they lose uh, by 11, 21, 10, but it looked like the game was competitive, and Ohio State of the past has run teams mm -hmm. right off the field. We've all seen it. Oh, now, yeah. speaking of run. Did you have your eyes on that fucking drum major mm -hmm. and see if he made it all the way down in it? Because I didn't see any videos of him sprinting down that. He made it. Okay. First thing I checked Thank on when God. I got to the stadium, I'm like, all right, here, we haven't come out yet. I, I <laughs> eyeball him, and I'm like, yep, lawless execution. We got to win today. What was it, Oregon last year? Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. face plant. Oregon last year comes. Dang, 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 we came dang, down dang, that dang, ramp. Dang, That's a big, dang, long dang, ramp that we walked down to go on the field in between the first and second uh, quarter. And I was like, man, if I had to sprint, I would probably roll about 10 times down this sucker. Hey, and it's like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's like 50 yards. Like Death like Valley. That. that shit's a hill. hill. We had to push up a whole uh, camera setup. Uh, yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Because the guy was oh. pushing by himself. We're like, oh, this, this is not going to end well. We should help old cousin here. We were there for... We got to do game day there. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you were crowd surfing with Stipe. Oh, yeah, me and Stipe. <laughs> yeah. Big Nut. Did a couple OH. Yeah, Big Nut spit in my mouth. Yeah. That's right. Uh, joining us now is a man who Big Nut has never spit in his mouth. <laughs> no. On purpose? Big Nut got all hyped up, and I asked him a question, and as I was finishing my question, I had mouth open, and he goes, Pooh, love it, whatever. <laughs> Harry Styles. And through the He didn't spit. Did you see the side angle? Mm, there was no spit. Yeah. Harry Styles, Chris Pine. Kind of a thing, I guess. That took over the internet. That was, yeah, that was crazy. I think Chris Pine would ragdoll Harry. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Harry's scrappy. Yeah, yeah he was in Dunkirk, he, war vet. He was in World War. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, Join right. us now, an absolute superstar, a man who just signed a four-year, $76.5 million deal. <laughs> Woo! Damn! He's earned it. He deserved it. The stats, whenever he's on the field for the Chargers, ah, I don't have him exactly. Much better than whenever he's not on the field. <laughs> yeah. Losing record when he's not on the field. Winning record when he's on the field. Can't wait to watch him and his squad take the field this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, Derwin James. Yeah! yeah! What's up? What's up? How are you, man? What are you up to? This is a day off or are you guys at the facility? What do you got going on, Derwin? Uh, it's a day off, a day off. But, man, I'm just chilling, man, getting a little work in. Trying to spend as much money as you can, Daryl. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> hey, congratulations on the big deal. You deserve yeah. it. Appreciate that, man. Okay, so I, I just got the stats. I believe you're, they're 22 and 15 whenever he's on the field, and then they're like 12 and 16 when he's off the field. Mm -hmm. So, Derwin, you are an actual game changer. Mm -hmm. I assume you're not the, we're not the only people that know that stat. When you were talking with Telesco and the Spanos family about this extension, was everything going kosher? You're all going to get to the same ending, and when you sign that deal, is it just a weight off your shoulders now you can focus full-time on football? 
Uh, man, um, you know, the whole process with my contract, you know, um, you know, I just had to be patient. You know, um, I didn't really get to talk much with Telesco and everybody. You know, I kind of let my agent, you know, handle all that. You know, my job was just to be there for my teammates every day and um, show up and, you know, whenever the time did come, um, we'll get that deal done. I know it would be. How how ready do you think you guys, like your whole team is ready to play in the whole NFL, really? It seems like you guys have been off for three weeks now between your last preseason game and now. Like, you have to be ready to get back out there, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, man. We're dying to get back out there. You know, it's a lot of hunger around the building. And um, like I said, we can't wait to get out there and um, show what we got. A lot of investment in that team this offseason by, you know, the front office and everything. Going all in, do you feel that? And you're like an outer statesman around there. What has your responsibility been for all the new guys that have come in that are, you know, fucking top-class guys coming into the Chargers organization right now? I say every guy that we've brought in, um, you know, they've, they've been nothing but pleasure to work with, man. It's been it's been amazing, you know. Um, everybody holds each other to a standard. And um, like I say, Khalil Mack, JC, everybody that we added, you know, they, they came in with the same dog mentality, let's work. And um, it's been amazing, man. Speaking of dog, Justin Herbert feels like one, but we don't really get to hear him speak ever. Is he a mute? And what have you seen him grow? Uh, how have you seen him grow over the last couple of years? He's a guy now. People are like, hey, this guy could be fucking MVP this year. Man, we love Justin, man. Justin is one of a kind, man. Um, love him. Love having him as my quarterback. And um, if, you, if you really got to know Justin, you'll, you'll see his real personality. Um, everybody in the locker room loves, loves who he is. Um, he's becoming more of a leader. You know, guys are listening to him, and um, like you say, man, he's Justin Herbert, man. What kind of leader is he? Because I, I try to say all the time, like, there's a leadership looks very different. It doesn't have to look one certain way. Like, what is? Have you seen him grow as a leader over his time? Can't be. Mm -hmm. I just say Justin, the guy that lead by example, man. Um, this whole off season, not a day went by he wasn't at this facility. You know, getting better, working at his craft, and um, like I say, every day he's all in, and um, the guys around him. From the receivers to Keenan, the tight ends, the backs, he's making sure everybody's on board. And um, like I said, we, we, we're very lucky to have him. How different is it whenever you add in J.C., Khalil, and everybody that you talked about uh, for you? Is there anything different for you, or you just got more dogs on the field alongside of you? Man, it's, just, it's, it's dogs out there, man. You can feel it. You can feel it. And um, I, I, I love to consider myself a dog. So just having more dogs out there with me with the same mentality, <laughs> you know, we're just trying to get out there and hunt. Hey, a lot of barking coming from that truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that huddle. Huh? Uh -huh. You're looking over there, a bunch of fucking dogs over there. <laughs> Absolute studs. Uh, we're talking to Derwin James, safety for the Los Angeles Chargers. Ty Schmidt, your question. Derwin, it's widely reported that you're probably the best Madden player in the NFL. Uh, when you're playing that, do you ever get pissed thinking like, hey, this is bullshit because on the field I would be able to do something and like as you're controlling it's like oh okay well I could actually do that the game's not letting me do it and is there anyone in the NFL who could beat you in Madden man heck yeah to your first question I'd definitely be mad if I if, if I mess up a play or if I don't make the play I'm supposed to make but um like I say um if I had to co compare one player I'd say probably Keenan Allen because he can kind of do everything man and he was a, he was no one safety coming out of high school too that's what a lot of people don't know hey do you still play Madden at all uh, you're the guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I'm definitely still on the Madden, man. And uh, whoever wants smoke, let me know. Hey, are you the guy, huh? You you are the guy? Come on, man. For sure. I'm the guy. <laughs> like pro Madden guy? Like pro, like you could be a professional Madden guy if you had to, if you weren't Yeah, but if, I, if I really took the time and really worked at my craft on I feel like I could. I, I definitely could be. What do you do in your off time other than Madden? You do, do you do anything? Do you guys hang out together a lot out there in L.A. or what? 
yeah, I hang with my teammates and really enjoy my son, man, because, you know, I'm at, we at work all day. You know, I just had a son. He's 14 months. Derwin James the third. Hey. Really, really getting that dad son time, you know, with my son and, and my girlfriend, you know, just spending more time with them, you know, when I'm away from the building and stuff. That changed the way you view life at all or anything? Man, heck yeah. You know, having a son changes you a lot, man. Things you feel like was important, you know, really ain't even really that important. How'd you get soft? Still a dog, though. Still a dog. Still a dog. Nah, we, we big dog. Nah, come on. <laughs> you guys have, when you look at your defense, like the names you have, it's going to be scary for every offense. I, I want to ask you specifically about Asante Samuel Jr. He, I think he is very underrated and how good of a, I know he missed a little bit of time, but how good that guy was his rookie year. How good can he be? Man, the sky's the limit for that guy. Asante, I tell him every day. Man, you represent garnering the gold first and foremost. Yeah. I know what school you come from. And um just I just love his the way he made up. Like he just he come out with the right ma- uh, mindset every day. If somebody catch a ball on him, he pitch. Like even in practice, like it's just he got all the right mindsets to be great. And I, I just feel like a lot of people gonna really get to see that this year in year two with him. AFC West is gonna be a fucking you know, it's going to be a battle. Not that the NFL isn't as a whole, but the AFC yeah. West has obviously been propped up this season as last year's NFC West was. And the NFC West won the Super Bowl last year. So if we're going off trends, let's assume Super Bowl winners coming out of the sure. AFC West. Yeah, definitely. Is there a different, you know, with the team, the pieces you've added, with the expectations now? I mean, the Chargers are a lot of people is like, hey, the Chargers are a team that we're pulling for this year we think are going to go and run. Is there any difference in feeling with Staley with another year around the squad? Man, we, we definitely have all the confidence in the world in Coach Staley, man. Um, he's doing a great job leading us. And um, like you say, man, the guys we have around our team, you know, we just got to come out game by game and, you know, just get better. You know, we're taking the field every time to win every game. So, you know, if that's our mindset, we'll be just fine. Hey, hopefully those LED boards work in that state. Yeah, they better. They are fucking busted Don, I guess, just a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Connor, your question for Derwin. Yeah, Derwin, because you're loved by the Chargers so much, there's obviously a lot of 33 jerseys out there. And last year, the big thing was that if you wanted to change your number, you had to pay for those jerseys. Did you have to pay like $10 million to switch to number three because of all the 33 jerseys out there or no? Three is going to be no, sick. No, no, I didn't have to pay. Um, if I would have switched to number three last year, I would have had to pay over a million dollars. But I waited a year. Hey, it's going to look clean, huh? You like it? You like the way you look faster? You feel faster in that thing or what? No, I feel fast in the three. I got the new haircut. You know, I'm back to the real DJ three. So <laughs> I, I, I can't wait, man. Let's see the haircut. Oh, yeah. Y'all, y'all, I'm going to let y'all see the cut. Oh! <laughs> hey, are you going? Are you? Is that going to be forever or what are we doing? Man, that's, uh, that's temporary right now, forever right now. I'm going to just keep the cut, you know. All right, well, it looks good. The clean cut. Hey, you look good regardless, but I like the new style. The new hey, it's a new year, new number, Here we go. new uh-huh. cut. Got babies, fourteen months now. New contract, new big money. Yeah, big. Now there's a lot of taxes out there, but big <laughs> money. Congrats <laughs> to the government winning. Yeah, uh, Tony, your question for Derwin. Uh, Derwin, you almost gave Ryan Clark a heart attack when you were talking about Hunter Renfro and some other guys. How do you feel like? Going against him and Waller and Devontae week one out of the gate. Like, do you like that situation where week one you're right into it? I love it, man. I don't like it. I love it. I embrace it. You know, why not compete against the best? You know, if you consider yourself one of the best, why not go against the best? So, you know, I can't wait to Sunday. So whenever, as you've gotten older now and wealthier, what do you think is the biggest difference between a team week one and then the last week? Like, this week, there's going to be a lot to figure out. There's a lot of new pieces. Or do you think you have to hit the ground running early to be a great team late? 
Man, I, I feel like you definitely, it's a mix of both, man. You definitely have to come out. You know, you can't get behind the eight ball too too much, but I definitely feel like you need to come out and compete. And um, like I say, we're coming out to win every game. We're not coming out to, oh, we need to get our legs on us. We need to do this. We're coming out to win the game. So I feel like we're, we're going to be fine. Well, good luck out there. Can't wait for your next contract. You're the man. Good luck with the Chargers this season. High expectations. Can't wait to watch you guys execute it. Ladies and gentlemen, Stud safety for the Chargers, Derwin James. Thank you, man. Thank you, dude. I don't know if you said anything, but he's fucking good at football. Yeah, yeah. big dude that can run. 22 and 15 with him, 12 and 16 without him. Well, remember that Chiefs game, too, even when he's playing in the game, but he's off the field against uh, Kelsey in that overtime game. Like, Kelsey was not, you know, Travis when Derwin was on the field because of how good he is in coverage. And then when Derwin was off, he <laughs> lit him up. Four mm-hmm. years, 76 and a half milli. Wow. Jesus. And then Jesse Bates uh-huh. from Cincy said, I'll sign a franchise tag. I ain't not done <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing any of this. You see what this guy just got. It changed the entire game. Let's talk about some of the NFL stuff going around the NFL. Big thanks to Derwin James for joining us on this. Oh, yeah. Week one, NFL Tuesday. Um, hey, did you see David Bakhtiari says he's back on track to start the opener against the Vikings? This is good news. He came on this show and said that it was a, a walk with his new bride up a sand mountain that mm-hmm. made him go, you know what? My fucking knee ain't right, is it? Gets another surgery. Now he's on track to at least probably, uh, he's taking it day by day, mm-hmm. is what he said to Bob Domofsky. But even the fact that this is out there right now, this is great news for the Packers. I'm happy for the big draft that quoted uh, the Joker who was about to blow up a mob meeting whenever he's talking about being back week one, AJ. Yeah, I think he's trying to, I guess, what, manage expectations. But the one thing I saw, I, I read, did you see it where he said, I I can make it through the year? Or some, some kind of quote there, I can make it through the season. Whoa. What's that? If he said that, like huh. that, that worries me a little bit. Like, yeah. No, we don't want you to make it. We want you to thrive during the season, man. Like, I hope he's healthier than that. Yeah, I think. What's that all about? What's he yeah. doing? I didn't hear I've, that. I've read I, didn't this could that. Be, I read something that someone could have easily, he, not a quote from him, but that's what it said oh, underneath the tweet. Did you get so. ball sack sports? Wow. Sounds like did it. Did you get ball <laughs> sack sports? I didn't claim like it was 100% true. I said I saw this. Well, Bakhtiari should retweet it, just like Antonio Brown didn't really take over. Uh-huh. Oh, sincerely, Bach. Getting back is a big deal, though. Yeah, it's massive. That yes. sounds more like someone saying, I hope he makes it through the whole season, yeah. like some you know yeah. pundit or yeah. something like that, because obviously – they're, six, they're a much better football team when he's on the field, and they need him to be around. The Pittsburgh Steelers, Art Rooney the second, who's the owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers, was scheduled to have a press conference at 1 o'clock mm-hmm. to make a big announcement. Do we know what that is? They're uh, retiring their third number of all time. They're retiring the number 32, Franco Harris, this, this season. Wow. Wow. Okay, wow. no better day than today. That's huge. Wow. 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Receptions this year, so they're going to celebrate and do it on that day. All right, Franco. Nice. Oh. Franco. Jerry Dulac reporting out of Pittsburgh. The Steelers will celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, which is in the airport of Pittsburgh International at their December 24th Christmas Eve okay. against the Raiders by retiring Franco Harris's number 32 oh, jersey. He is only the third Steelers player to have his number retired. Join me, Joe Green, and Ernie Stotner. Congratulations <laughs> to Franco Harris getting his jersey retired. Anytime you get recognition Thank from you. the team that you played for, it is obviously a massive ordeal. I assumed as those sentences were coming out of your mouth, it was fucking seven. Yeah, yeah me, too. me too. Because he's got a new podcast out, football and 
Yeah. In the basement, I know. I saw it popped up. I, I was like, man, is have I not known dude. about it? No, it just started. Footballing yeah. with Ben Rawlsberger. Yeah. They sample beers. They're talking right? football. Yeah, they sample beers and they talk football. Hell yeah. I, don't, I didn't know he was going to be housing beers while he was doing well, this. Actually, they, they poured into this Shot little glass. sample cup. It's actually pretty funny to watch him drink because it's very small. And he's he's Big Ben. Oh, they're doing oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is Big that just ben, his buddy who co-hosted it? Big Ben. I don't know. Big hands. I don't know who that guy is. Powers. Whatever. I didn't know Ben was going to be ponding flights of beer. Hopefully he plays Edward Forty Hands in one of the episodes. Oh, yes. that'd be sweet. I don't know if that's what Ben's is. is is it a drinking football show? I tune in. Yeah. Yeah, they get in toys. Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah. <laughs> football with Ben Roethlisberger. It is spelled football. Yeah. B A H L I N G in football. I'm sure that won't cause any problems this year. So that, that basement's sweet. That oh, is, yeah. a, is that in Ohio? It's in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. With all his game balls back. He said he and yeah. this guy have been doing this for two or three years just without the mics, so why not put mics on? I was mm-hmm. like, oh, so this has got to be Pittsburgh. <laughs> Genius. It is me and me. You've been having convos for years. One of our uh, one of our good friends did his basement. <laughs> That's a bonjour. I had no idea. By the way, yeah, obviously, right? Really? I mean, obviously, yeah. That's a nice basement. Yeah. That's gonna be quality wood. Looks like it. That's gonna be quality wood that was Paisans put in there. It looks good. Now it's time for them to put on a show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for the backdrop to be great. Okay, so that was the big announcement. Happy we did that. <laughs> Happy we. What'd you players. think? Of, they weren't gonna. Ben would have skipped a lot of people, right? Yeah, he would have. Yeah. If they'd done Ben. Terry now. Bradshaw. They've only done three. Now, I don't know how if t- the original TB12 is ever going to get that honor because of the things that have happened between <laughs> TB12 and the Steelers organization on both sides. I don't, I don't think TB12, I think that would have to – hey, let's pour our swords down, by the way. Mm-hmm. Why on. not? Let's, let's do it. Now that Ben's gone, new quarterback's in there. Mitchell Trubisky officially named oh, yeah. starter. Uh, in yesterday's report, Mason Rudolph is number two. Kenny Pickett was number three. That was just copy and paste there, Tom. Clarence Clarence Clarence. Clarence. That was just clerical error in the report. We do apologize. Mitchell Trubisky starter. Kenny, Bickett, uh, Kenny Pickett is backup. Mason Rudolph is third stringer. Exactly how we kind of predicted the Pittsburgh Steelers to start this season. And Mike Tomlin's doing for the first time in his entire coaching career in the NFL, uh, figuring out a quarterback battle and a rookie quarterback that was drafted in the first round for the first time in like, you know, two decades. Excited to see how they manage this, how they manage expectations, and what takes place as the weeks roll on in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, obviously Mitch needs to get out to a hot start as much as anybody. But, yeah, how long is the leash on Mitch? And I truly am rooting for him. Like, I honestly am. I don't I, – yeah, it's good when the Steelers are good, which obviously Tomlin's had him good for a long, long time. But I don't know. For whatever reason, I think Mitch, like, I, I want him to do well. I want it to go well so he can find a great opportunity after this. I think we all would like Mitchell Trubisky to have success, you know, because Chicago, it was all there. Yeah. He likes sucking on tees. That's yep. right. Uh-huh. And he goes on a big winning spree. And he's uh-huh. drafted ahead of Patrick Mahomes oh, and, and everybody. But he goes in the playoffs, has a hell of a run. He's going to come back, run that back. This is going to be a whole new narrative about him. Then the head coach and he just don't talk to each other. Like, don't like to each, each other. other. Don't like each other at all. He falls apart. He crumbles. The offense looks terrible. Mm-hmm. Mitchell Trubisky is now punchline. He's a punchline. Hey, don't beat Trubisky. Okay, uh-huh. Don't get drafted ahead of generational players and then fucking have one good season and stink goes to Buffalo sits behind Josh Allen under the day bowl offense for a year where they have great success experience a lot of things see a building run differently than how a Nagy run offense is or a run building is now he's going to Pittsburgh with an opportunity we hope he does well but to your point there was Kenny Kenny 
Kenny. Kenny chance in the fourth quarter of a preseason football game that did not matter at all with Kenny Pickett being the University of Pittsburgh quarterback for 10 years. Then you get the first quarterback drafted in the first round in forever, and he's beloved and has had success. That I don't think that's going to be a long leash. Now, there was a time when Mason Rudolph was announced as number two over Kenny Pickett, and the world went crazy. This is how Mike Tomlin described that situation <laughs> and how they ended up with Mason at two, Kenny Pickett at three. It was a clerical error, you know. Um, that's how the depth chart was listed at the start of training camp. So the cut and paste component was the cut and paste component. <laughs> I know you were hoping for a little bit more colorful explanation, but it is what it is. That's what happened. Uh, the cut and paste component. Fucking problem. That's what right. a great answer. It is an incredible answer. Component. Hey, that's how it was at the beginning. Some lazy fuck. Yeah, <laughs> they change it. Double check it. Hey, what do I need to do? Let me just copy and paste this thing. <laughs> what a fucking magical moment. What type of operation they run over there in Pittsburgh? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Well, Caboli's in charge of the depth chart, so doing the copy and paste of the depth chart. It's Mark Caboli? <laughs> yeah. Mark Caboli decided, he's been on Mason's he side has been. Uh-huh. this whole time. Had a sandwich in his pocket and some hate in his heart. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to stir some shit. Mm-hmm. He fucking copy and pasted week one's. Uh, projected depth start is the same as training camp. I'm excited to see what the Steelers do, though, through the season. Yeah, it's almost a bad situation for Mitch now because if he does, you know, <laughs> screw up, uh, you know, maybe the first game, maybe the second game. Then, He's been there before, though. Then Kenny's going to get put in, you know, and then Mitch might – that's all the opportunity he gets in that contract, and you know then he's back on the carousel and he's going somewhere else. I got to hold him off. I think that's what AJ. Yeah, he's got to play well. He's going to have to play well. He's going to have to quiet everybody down. I think he's excited for it. Matt Canada will hopefully take advantage of his offense style a little mm-hmm. bit more, get him moving because I guess you know when Mitchell had success, he was, he's super he was athletic, top three QBR. Yeah, moving around. He was leaving the pocket, mm-hmm. through, and then all of a sudden the next year Nagy came back and was like, hey, you know everything you're good at, yeah. We're not doing. (laughs) That's awesome. So to AJ's point, just like you're mentioning, if he has success for however many weeks, they have a plan, I assume, to bring Kenny in whenever it's going to be. If he has success, that is great for his next opportunity. Or, you know, maybe Kenny rides behind him like Trey Lance did for Jimmy G. And, you know, maybe they just invert just like uh, because they're best friends, allegedly, Mm -hmm. like Trey Lance and Jimmy G. There are now reports, though, out of that San Francisco 49ers situation that Trey Lance was annoyed by the Jimmy G contract restructuring and bringing him back. That's right. Everything was kumbaya. And whenever Shanahan was asked about how Trey Lance felt about Jimmy G, Trey Lance said, hey, man, that's awesome, man. Hey, Jimmy was awesome for Mm -hmm. me, man. I plan on doing the same for him, man. That's awesome, is how Shanahan said it. Trey Lance spoke into a microphone, said he loves Jimmy. Can't wait for it. Jimmy spoke into it said yeah this is weird this is very weird did not expect this to happen said my goodbyes but i love trey we've always had a great relationship albert breer now of monday morning quarterback that's right via sports illustrated mm-hmm. is reporting that trey lance initial response was that he was annoyed AJ. oh whoa whoa has uh do we know any follow-up from trey lance has he responded to this uh, albert breer writing in his monday morning quarterback so as we said in the mailbag last week this is no way ideal but i understand why the niners would do it there's too much on the line with the roster to worry about hurt feelings and while i'd heard the news was as you'd expected a little complicated for lance to take it first he's smart mature kid who i believe can handle it truth is if he couldn't you might have bigger questions there was another quote i think before this one that we had to get to this is how the whole thing wrapped up that was albert breer's opinion of hey if he wasn't if he wasn't okay with it maybe they need a new guy nah i don't think that's the case but it is 
you know, that's going to have to be a situation that's going to have to be massaged. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's going to have to be massaged. And we'll, yeah. get, we'll get quotes and shit that we say on this show taken out of context and run through the San Francisco 49ers faithful. We hope Trey Lance is very fucking good. We've said that literally from jump that we hope he is good. But if he is not, natural human reaction. Fan base, coaches, players. And Aaron said, no, nah, everybody loves everybody. Okay, Aaron. You've been Aaron Rodgers the entire fucking time. Yeah. There was people on that team when Aaron was Brett was on the team. I assume this guy who was like, hey, this fucking hippie guy mm-hmm. out of California is unbelievable. We need to play it. That'll happen. And I think what Albert Breer is referring to is that Trey Lance immediately wasn't like, oh, great news, mm-hmm. which is natural to happen as well, I think, AJ. It is, but it's, yeah, like if, okay, say Aaron Rodgers struggles or Tom Brady struggles, like, it's not a hockey game where they're going to pull them and put their backup in usually until the last couple minutes. But Trey Lance, who hasn't started in the NFL, hasn't played a lot of football the last couple of years. Ever. If he struggles the first quarter of the season, then people instantly will look, hey, we have a guy that's taken us. He's been in the Super Bowl. He's taken us. He's won games. Yeah, he may not have crazy stats sometimes, but he's won. So everyone instantly is like, we have another option here that we could plug in. So that's just what makes it weird. It's a very natural feeling to both be – well, that isn't what we were told at all. And Jimmy said that. Jimmy said, this is weird. This is not what I expected. Trey, I guess, to whoever Albert Breer was talking to, said, yeah, I mean, it was not the best thing. But they'll figure it out. The San Francisco 49ers' decision to keep Jimmy Garoppolo reportedly wasn't fully embraced by Trey Lance, at least initially, writes Albert Breer. Per Sports Illustrated's Albert Breer, Lance was a little annoyed in the immediate aftermath of Garoppolo signing a restructured deal to stay with the team. After the 49ers lost to the Los Angeles Rams in the NFC Championship game in January, the expectation was Garoppolo would be traded at some point during the offseason. He even gave a farewell address to 49ers fans mm-hmm. during his end-of-season press conference on February 1st. Faithful, thank you very much for everything. It's been crazy, man. Just all the comebacks and Levi's, comebacks on the road, ups and downs. It's been a hell of a ride, guys. I love you guys. See ya. We have referred to said press conference yes. numerous times through mm-hmm. this all. I don't know if this is an unprecedented situation, but I'm excited to see how Shanahan and Lynch handle it all. Tom Brady was speaking on... Um, the Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray, Sirius XM, every single Monday, alongside Larry Fitzgerald, who got top billing on the photo of the podcast. Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald, oh. Tom Brady, Jim Gray. Sure. Mm-hmm. Jim Gray is just the uh, point guard of the conversation. He is there to maneuver through a great podcast. Last year, we didn't get enough quotes because Boston Connor and oh. the boys refused to listen to the entire thing and get quotes. This year, episode one, before the season even starts here, we're already getting a quote out of Tom Brady, maybe alluding to a little bit of what life is like at home right now, AJ, and maybe talking about life as a 45-year-old man still in the NFL. Do you notice a difference? Is there a difference now? And if so, how would you describe it? Yeah, I think there's a, a good difference. I think for all of us, you know, as you get older, you know, life changes quite a bit. You know, I think there's different responsibilities that take form in your life. Um, there's different perspective you gain. You know, when I was 25, all I did was think about football. You know, that's, that was my, that was my life. It was eat, sleep, drink football, you know, because it was my profession. It was my career. And then over time, other priorities develop because, you know, you change and evolve through life and you grow in different ways. So, you know, you take on these different responsibilities of family and, and commitment and so forth. And, you know, you, you commit time and energy to those things. So even though once at 25, you know, yeah, was I a good football player? Then, yeah, I was pretty good. I think yeah. I'm a better football player now, obviously. obviously. Um, but I, that also comes with a lot of other aspects of life that continue to change because it is your life. And I think I alluded to a few weeks ago, you know, everyone deals with different things in their life. And, um, 
you know, because we're, you know, you play out on a big stage and a big, you know, there's, there's a big, uh, there's a big camera that's always on you. You oh, yeah. know, you, you're living your life, but you're living your sports life too. And they're covering sports, but they're, you know, they're covering your life too. And you're living your life and you can't stop your life even though sports is happening. So even though I'm, you know, playing in my 23rd year, I have a freshman in high school that's playing football too. I have, you know, a 12-year-old that's going through his life. I have a nine-year-old that's going through her life. So, and I have parents and I have, you know, a lot of things that are really important, you know, off-field pursuits and, and goals that you're trying to maximize as well. So, you know, we all have different things that are going on. And I think once football season comes, I really lock in on what I need to do and how I need to focus and how it, the kind of commitment I need, I need to make for the organization so that we can maximize our potential as a team. And that's the commitment I've always made. And I've tried to do that in the best way possible and try to bring as much joy as I can to the people that are, are watching. I never felt like I ever wanted to cheat anyone with that. We appreciate that. You know, we do appreciate him wanting to bring joy and, you know, dive all into the NFL and, mm -hmm. Thank you for your service, Tom. We did this in the first you, hour, Tom. and he'd do it again. Thank you, Thank you, Tom. Thank you for your service to the NFL, Tom. But we hear a lot of Hall of Fame speeches, and at some point during most of them is, I like to say thank you to my wife and my kids. I wasn't around enough, you know. I didn't do enough fathering. I didn't do enough coaching. I didn't do enough husbanding. You know, I had to do what I had to do, and you held it down so that I could focus fully and get here. You know, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't have this gold jacket and that bust that looks nothing like my fucking face in this Hall of Fame forever. Like, you always hear it, and it's real. You have to sacrifice so much to be in the NFL, especially to be the fucking greatest of all time. And now, he's not building his legacy. He has to continue to not tarnish his legacy, so his work ethic still has to be the exact same. I think the glaring omission from his speech there was obviously his wife, and uh, I don't want to judge anybody's relationships, but as a married human who's only been married for a couple years, and AJ, you've been married for a lot longer than I have, you could see how Giselle, who was also at the top of the world, right, in her profession, who probably had to put a lot of things aside so Tom could continue to do his thing, thought he was retired and maybe, okay, now we're living life this way, and then, no, I'm back, I can't, I gotta fucking do it, I gotta, live, I gotta watch film, sorry. I gotta throw football, I gotta keep my pliability up, I gotta do what I gotta do, I am so sorry. And then it seems like that's the case. If we're getting revenge body Tom Brady, Okay, if we're getting fresh out of a relationship, Tom Brady, I don't know what's going on. I hope they're still in love for the good of everybody, for the good of them. Let's not judge that. But if this is a fully, solely focused on football, Tom Brady this year, look at A.J. Hawk. And we hope everybody ends up happy in this situation, obviously. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if he is dealing with whatever's going on at home, whatever. Like, yeah, he has a lot going on. I, I definitely feel for him trying to still, like you say, not tarnish his legacy and continue like the standard he has set is, hey, if we don't win the Super Bowl, it's a failure. Like, it's, you can't really say I had a good year. Like, we plan on winning the Super Bowl. So, I'd imagine as he gets older, that's harder and harder to keep that standard up. But you're dealing with a bunch of stuff off the field, too. I don't know. Like, what do you think he was saying there? For real. Like, what? What happened? What's I don't know. On? Everybody else is reporting a lot of stuff. You know, it's getting loud around there because it's Tom fucking Brady. You know, and you never really see glitches. Tom Brady. No, no. He's, this is very, like, relatable. He's very, he comes off very human in this. A human, yeah. He didn't swear as much as I would like on the Let's Go podcast. You know, because he said, I think he said, we're all going through some fucking shit or mm -hmm, something mm -hmm. like that. Whenever he first talked, I'm like, okay, this is the. I'm 45, man. Here we go. Yeah. This is the Tom that we're going to see human Tom. 
you know, as opposed to, oh, alien Tom. Oh, maybe Tom isn't from our planet. Oh, Tom is a different guy. We're seeing him go through actual human stuff, but being 45 years old, still playing in the NFL. You know, he talked about how when he was 25, he was just all the way in. Same sport he's playing 45 years, 20 years later. Same league, same expectations, same goals, same age teammates that he had then, that he has now. There has to be so much, and I think it all revolves around him just not being able to let go. You know, this is one of those things, I think. He loves football. He's still really, really good at it. So he's like, why would I stop? He's probably thinking like, okay, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff for me to do off the field. But guess what? I absolutely love to compete. I can still do it at the highest level. Why would I stop? That's probably what he's going through his mind. You think Giselle, and also everything good that has come to his life through football, like why would I? Everything good that I've had in my life, not everything. His family, obviously, Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk for him. But all the successes, all the hosses, all the moments all come from this sport that I am mm-hmm. the greatest at, that I am still good at. So that has to be a mental, you know, struggle through that. Do you think Giselle, whenever she heard whichever uh, Lock, what's the family name that runs Fox? Uh, uh, Lachlan's? The Murdoch's. 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 Lachlan Murdoch. Lachlan Murdoch. Okay. Whenever she heard the Murdoch's say to him, hey, we'll give you $375 million to do TV. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then like, 20 days later, he's like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to go play football. Giselle's like, 375 fucking million won't even get this guy to fucking stop playing. I wonder if all, like, we'll learn this later, I think, and he's probably filming an episode of Man in the Arena, and who knows how much we'll see. But goddamn, I hope they all end up happy. I could see how this is quite a problem in the marital status, especially with three kids growing quickly. Yeah, I can't imagine. And also, like you said, with the football stuff, I'm sure that is part of it, too. Is like, hey, just, like, I'm sure he's thinking, like, hey, if I wasn't the quarterback for the Patriots and so successful and winning all these Super Bowls, like, I probably never meet you. We, don't, we, we don't get married. I mean, if Tom, hey, if Tom Brady's a fucking you know uh, accountant in Boston or Destiny. wherever, like, guess what? He's not marrying Giselle. Like, it's just not happening. So Good I bet it is kind of difficult. And like you said, I mean... He has other stuff he wants to do, but if $375 million isn't enough to take him away from football, like outside of his kids and his family life, like he's still going back, like what what is going to take him away from football? Well, 23 years in the end. 10 years ago, he had 13 years and probably four Super Bowls or something mm-hmm. like that. 10 years ago, would have went into the Hall of Fame. He said unfinished business. 10 years ago, probably. Back then, he's like, man, like. People probably ask him, is it hard to like relate to these young guys coming into the league and now he's 45 and it's happening? He's like, no, I got them all doing TV 12. Yeah. <laughs> now they're all doing what I do. Yeah, it's awesome. We're, we're a good squad. Uh, the family doesn't love it, but we're just continuing to do what we got to do. <laughs> and from the like documentaries, like you mentioned, like he only knows one way to do it. And that's that's the real oh, problem. Man. Like, yeah, he, he can't, uh-huh. you know, do this 70%, 80%. And granted, I'm not saying like he could not do that and still be very successful. He would, but just the way he is, it feels like he can only do it or he's watching film when he's not at the facility and when he's at the facility he's game planning for the next game like he's just wired so you know competitively that that's probably why there's a little bit of a strain because they know for these next six months they're really not going to see him pick 199 is a real thing you know that's a that's a hey i gotta make the team this is how i gotta do it this is how i have success i watched robert mathis towards the tail end of his career i was lucky to be there for and he he hit every practice as if it was fucking Every period, every practice was like rookie practice, I think. And I'll never forget being like, what are you doing? Because I see, I saw other guys taking shit off, you know? And he's like, well, if I don't do that, I feel like I can't play or whatever. Like, I feel like if I don't do all that, I won't be ready to play. I'll have doubts or whatever. So I would assume Tom, I'm not saying that Robert Mathis, I mean, he is, I mean, he'll be in a conversation of one of the greatest. 
I mean, I think he has all-time leading strip sacks in the history mm -hmm. of the game yeah, or whatever, does. which is a game changer. But, like, I assume that that is something that Tom has to Like, if I don't do all of this, I feel like I won't be prepared on Sunday. So then there's no reason to do it, you know? And if you've yeah. seen the same commitment from – if you're a family member seeing that, it's like, oh, we signed up for this again. Yeah. We signed up for this again. I know, Do you know players – I know a lot of players that their wives – or spouses go the other way and they want them to continue playing and they don't want to play. And they're like, they're done. The wife's like, no, no, no. What are you talking about? What are you going to do on Sundays? We bring the kids. We do all this. I've seen multiple situations where that happened. No, no, no. You're away all the time. Remember, we, you're away all the time. We get these big checks. We have a good time. Everybody loves everybody. Hey, well, my body feels it. Well, my body can go one more year, can't it? I mean, we got to transition. That's wild. I've not seen that, I don't think. I was surprised to see it. It happened multiple times, though, yeah. So your when I, I was even fooled at first until I learned, oh, wow, never mind. Okay, there we go. She's pushing them back in. So your, your immediate question is, oh, this lady does not love you. <laughs> yeah. Is that your I, I said, oh, I guess she loves what his football life brings her more than she loves him, I guess. Hey, this guy is slowly falling apart right in front of all of us. Not only his <laughs> legacy and his name and everything, but also his actual body. But I guess, hey, another year of getting to go to games. Yep. Yeah, Don't that's care. great. I need a new car. <laughs> so uh, get out there. Yeah, so I guess this is all out of love which is a good thing. There's a positive. Look at yeah. us. And, and what is it? Like, is it? Where is Giselle? Is she going to be at the game? Uh, Mr. That's what we are right now. We're looking at the positives. Mm -hmm. She loves him so much. She's tired of all the bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean, she you. definitely loves him so much where she doesn't want to see him get hurt or anything. But I mean, if that was the case and she was very supportive, I feel like she would have gotten a major shout out on that Let's Go podcast. Like, I can't thank Giselle enough for taking care No, I think she doesn't again. want him to play. Yeah. 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 No, I well, know. She probably doesn't want her name out there either, too. Like, I doubt she wants... Well, he she left probably it doesn't out. love this. Yeah. He, left yeah. it all, he left it off the list. He turns everybody. It doesn't matter. She doesn't want <laughs> it. Tough. We'll talk about it. Let's go to the phones. They will. All year, I bet. Tom has an off week. Well, you know, I wonder if something at home's going on and there wasn't a great... Well, is she going to come to some games, not come to some games? How's that work? Well... There will be eyes on the suite, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Does Jack have a game? You know, he is on yep. the freshman football team. Oh, they play on weird days. So, yeah, they play on like Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Tom's going to be missing two days of practice every week. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. He's coaching least. freshman football <laughs> yeah. down there in Tampa. If Jack dresses for varsity on a Friday night. Well, he probably will. He's a fucking Brady, dude. Yeah, we'll see. What's he playing? <laughs> Just saying. What is your problem? Jeez. This guy's just a freshman. He's got his whole world in front of him. Absolutely. Let's see if he's. I assume you know. he's a wideout. Yeah, I bet he is. Yeah, I assume yeah. he's a wideout down there. Look out for Jack Brady out wide for sure. Yeah, JB, cuz. Yeah, Florida football's mm -hmm. not that good, right? Yeah, Florida football. So high school, he'll be he'll do great at wide receiver. Here, saying? let's go to uh, let's go to Tom in Tampa. Maybe this is Tom hey, in Tampa on the five hundred phone line. Tom, what's going on? How you doing, boys? Keep it moving. Not Tom Brady. Doesn't nope. sound like it. This is not like Tom Brady. It was. Nope, Tom, not. Tom, Tom Grady. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom, hey, not Brady. Sorry, Jesus. That was one of those moments. I was moments. wondering if you saw uh, Skip Bayless' tweet. He said that, you know, kickers aren't real football players. I was wondering what, what you thought about that. Ooh. Hey. Skip Bayless, dude. Yeah, after LSU. Oh, you got to go back at him. That's a sick burn. Yeah, man. It was a block kick, but certainly the kicker's fault. <laughs> yeah. Kicker's decide almost everything. Is that why he tweeted that? Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. the dude 
the the wing steps out and lets the guy come underneath? No, but there's like a thing on Twitter when you send a tweet, they go, you have tweeted something very similar to this before. Are you sure you want to retweet it? They actually ask that question. Oh, really? I think Skip gets that like every two months. Probably. You know, it's yeah. like, you, just, are you, you, you can just go retweet one that you put out. That's Skip Bayless playing the hits. Uh -huh. That's Skip Bayless playing the hits. Got nothing but respect for it. He's been playing the same songs for a long time, still getting paid for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, now, he's a fucking buffoon when it comes to a lot of things, but sure. the guy is an absolute icon when it comes to sports media. And if you're able to get paid while playing the same exact takes, just like people are selling out arenas for playing the same exact songs, I got nothing but respect for it. Good on you, Skip Bayless. Now, every one of those kickers would obviously run circles around Skip and every other facet other than talking out of their ass. Mm -hmm. But I got respect for Skip Bayless and what he's accomplished. Also, just like blatantly obvious that he didn't actually watch the game. You know, if that was his <laughs> takeaway from it. Like, you don't want to pin the blame on anyone. But again, you know, like they, they had a guy muff two punts and gave Florida State the ball within like the, their own 10-yard line multiple times. Like, Yeah, the punter actually made him drop his balls. Because so, you know, of how good he punted him. So what are we talking about here? Did you watch the game? Now, Skip Bayless has done... His podcast, I think it's uh, Skip Skip. Oh, really? Club Skip Skip. Skip Skip. Club Skip Skip. Club Skip, yep, Skip. Nailed it right there. Club Skip Skip. Mm -hmm. Yep. Club Skip Skip. And he said he has respect for punters, but he has no respect for kickers. So he kind of pulled me in a pretzel. Yeah, that was interesting. But come on, really? come all. Team on three, one, two, three. Team. team. Don't fucking bury the kickers. Okay? They're a former kicker, too. I mean. Yeah, but kickers are certainly a little bit more. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> kickers are more pressure-packed situation. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But also normally a little bit more quirky, right? Absolutely, yeah. Like, like, uh, yeah, like weird artist almost. Like a pitcher. Not all of them. Mm -hmm. not, like Vinatieri is awesome not, dog. Yeah, not weird. Like I... complete. But there's been some kickers I've been around that are certainly a little. Oh, you're the reason for the. That's what I've actually said. Uh, oh, okay. uh, you're the reason. Uh, I get it now. Okay, so you're why people say things about kickers and punters. Got it. Because I was new to the football experience. I was the kicker and the punter. You know, every kicker and punter that I've been around, cool dudes. Mm -hmm. So then I get around a guy that's, you know, uh, you're the problem. You're part of the problem. <laughs> but I kick the ball well. So yeah, sure. do what you got to do. So I don't like necessarily the fact that Skip Bayless tried to take advantage of me for him complimenting punters and the kind of divide and conquer type thing. So just take it easy, Skip. Take it easy. Yeah. But I got respect for Skip Bayless. How do they feel about long snappers? Everyone talks about, oh, kickers aren't players, punters. No one mentions the long snappers. I think they're getting voted in the Pro Bowl for the first time yep. last mm -hmm. year, which is a big deal. Long snappers becoming an actual position. I think everybody knows now because of, you know, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective kind of set a narrative that wasn't accurate because <laughs> fucking Dan Marino is getting blamed for those aces yeah, or mm -hmm. those laces. Nobody knows that. Well, I've tried to make that – Clearly, it's the snapper. People that follow this program know that. But I'm saying outside of that, I don't think a whole lot of people know it's on the snapper. Well, and I don't know which colleges are expecting their snapper to have the laces. So, like, college, I don't know. NFL, 100% on the long snapper, the laces. 100% is what they're being judged for. This is their job. Get the laces in the vicinity of front so that the uh, punter or whoever's holding, I think it's all punters now at this point, can catch, put it down on a spot, and fix whatever needs to do. But this is all happening in 1.3 seconds. So you need to spin the ball the exact amount of times every fucking time. Okay? Deal. And if you do that, you'll get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to be a long snapper. There's new rules. You're not allowed to be hit. Uh, you're not really allowed to be blocked. We just need you to snap the fucking ball the same way every single time. Is that good? Good. And it's a weapon if you have a guy. And if you don't have a guy, you're going to be looking for that guy for the entire season and probably lose some fucking games. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
That is exactly what happened with the Packers. They brought in a new guy who was on the practice squad, I think, and then he turned out, you know, wasn't even as good as the the previous guy who wasn't very good. And like that has been like a glaring weakness, like okay, something that they've been trying to address for seems like ten years now. But we'll I don't see. think there's enough love on Longstar yeah. Brazil to your to there's follow no. up with what you're saying. Well, and then Crosby gets buried for it too. Big time. Kicker stands. Yeah, 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 this guy's lost it. He's got gray hair everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So how's he doing? Is he? I, healthy, I think. They they were worried about it a little bit, but uh, I think all signs are pointing to him feeling good and being back out there on Sunday. So, Packers fans happy about Crosby being back? Yeah, for sure. Me too. I'm happy he's back. Mm-hmm. It better be, because whenever Mason's gone, like, I don't know who's coming in next. That dude, like, you took him, I took him for granted for sure. I still take him for granted. I'm like, this. yeah, he makes every kick, I feel like. Yeah, and it's, it might take some time to find a new guy. And when you're finding who the new guy is, those are games that are happening. Yes. And you don't find out who the new guy is until a game matters. And if you got a guy who's made the kick in the past, I would take that person. Well, we also are, if we're GMs, we're drafting all, we're taking all the OGs. Yeah, exactly. That. But in a kicking position, definitely would like to know that a guy's made a kick yes. before. Even if he's in a little bit of a drought, it's like, I got faith this fucker will figure it out. You have no idea about any of the new guys. Well, no clue. that's what you always talk about. It. Like, I think as uh, Packers fans, for sure, and probably some other teams, like you just take it for granted. It's like, okay, well, he's going to be like, what if we get into a situation where it's like, you have four different kickers over the span of, the, of a season because a guy plays good and then has a bad game, and then you bring in a new guy and he he has plays good one game and has two bad games. Like Crosby's consistent; he's back there. Yeah, he's had his kind of bumps sometimes, but like as overall, it's just you know he's back there and and you can kind of you know rest your head on that, which is nice. I think there was a sixty minutes. Justin Tucker was on the other day. Really, I think so. About kickers, just talking the game about kickers. Yeah. Kickers are interesting, man. Well, he's like a – doesn't he play the piano and sing? Like, he can do Opera. everything. Yeah, they do that for everything he does, though. They always are like, oh, he's not just a kicker, he's this. It's like, yeah, the motherfucker is going to go down as the greatest kicker of all time, though. Can we just talk about that, baby? And I think he – you know, he's great on camera. He's incredibly likable. He's cool. He dunked on Foxy, I mean, as soon as we saw him. Uh-huh. Oh, he no. was awesome. He nice is. Guy. Very handsome. So nice. Charming. What? Yeah, he's – I'm happy Funny. that he is <laughs> – that Lamar Jackson situation is continuing to happen. Has he cut it off yet? It's closing in. Regular season, once it starts, oh. cut off. But what does that mean, you know? If they end up coming with a $200 million guarantee in the middle of the season, will he, will he say, you know what, I, I, I guess I opened the window back up. I don't know. Allegedly, Bashotti, the owner of the Ravens, has been on the record of stating that he will not be giving a Deshaun Watson-like contract to him. Uh, but he has improved their offer from Baltimore to Lamar. This is via Josina Anderson. Lamar Jackson, the only information we're getting from him is likes on tweet, on Twitter and tweets that yeah. he has sent out. I think everybody is in the same page, on the same page. Lamar Jackson deserves whatever Deshaun got. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be hard to get Lamar Jackson off of that stance, I think, just because this is a business. Lamar is the team over there. And if you lose Lamar, you lose everything. And this has already been set. The precedent has been set. This is what a guy's getting paid who's here to be the franchise. With all the stuff happening around there, I don't know if if they're going to be able to get Lamar Jackson off of that stance, AJ. I honestly don't think they're going to be able to. It's going to be super tough. And is it possible that the rest of the league, too, is looking at Bashadi and, hey, man, don't do this to us? Do not do oh, this because yeah. we're we have a quarterback coming up. You're gonna. This is just a huge trickle down for everybody else. Cincinnati. Everybody sent Steve Kime like a hey, good work. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. thank hey, you, Steve. Way to way to water found its level, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Way to go. 
Now that clause you had in there about watching film, <laughs> a little bit of a negative oh, drawback, yeah. but nobody's talking about the guaranteed money, which is good. Way to go, Steve. We appreciate you. And then Lamar's coming in, and he doesn't have an agent who's doing deals with all these GMs. Mm -hmm. He's doing a deal for fucking Lamar Jackson. He's like, I don't care about what happened in the desert. I care what happened right there in fucking Cleveland. And the people in Cincinnati, you know, that are building a new indoor practice facility, which is getting Hey, let's go. Only just 100 yards, no space on the side. But I mean, not, not I mean, beggars can't be They're getting a fucking indoor facility. They, they crammed it in there. They don't have much space to work with. Yeah, they made it work. They made it happen. And obviously, you know, with the highways over, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Fucking, let's go. Yeah. This is good. Here we go. This is great news. But the ownership here, the Brown family's like, hey, Bashadi, don't you even totally. hear me? Because our guy just went to the fucking Super Bowl. Your guy mm -hmm. hasn't even gone to the Super Bowl yet. Yeah. Our guy just went to the Super Bowl. If you do what Haslam did, that. Flying J or Pilot J, yep, oh, J. son of a yeah. bitch, Cleveland Browns. If you do what he did, they're going to expect us. We'll go bankrupt. You want us to go bankrupt? <laughs> we can't go bankrupt. That this is a. I like where Lamar's at though, business wise. Honestly, I love it. Yeah, I think you should stand your ground, man. Like do it, do what you got to do. So he two hundred thirty for Deshaun. What's the closest guaranteed to that? Two hundred and one or something? No, was it Aaron? With the, I think it's like one sixty five, isn't it? With Russell. It's a big gap. It's a big gap to huge. try to close. Big. That's huge. Yeah, man. I don't know what's going to happen here. Yeah, yeah yearly cash. He's got 111 guaranteed over the next three years if he stays there. Two franchise tags and this last season. Yeah, the tag could go up too if Burrow or Herbert get there. Eventually, how does it not the relationship go sour though if they don't give him a deal? Well. Now you're talking about how humans are going to act, and we do that a lot on this show, and we get crucified for it. <laughs> Thursday night has all the stars out. Thursday nights has all the ingredients to be electric, and I can't wait for it, AJ. 2022 is starting in a big way on Thursday on NBC, pal. NBC, so what, Collinsworth is there with Tarico, correct? Oh, that yeah. is right, in that kickoff. Their first game together? No, they no. called uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, you're right. But the first like regular season NFL game together. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. uh, L.A. Rams reigning, defending, undisputed Super Bowl champions. Currently the underdogs at home with everybody coming back other than Odell Beckham Jr. Odds on Super Bowl favorite, Buffalo Bills favored by two and a half. They have a star-studded lineup and a target on their back. They're at the top of the mountain, even though they haven't won anything. And talking to Stephon Diggs, it sounds like they don't care. We are in for one on this Super Bowl banner night in which Von Miller will have some emotions of what it was last year. Moving on to a new team. I can't fucking wait, uh, Connor. Yeah, and also the juice is moving. I believe minus two and a half is now like minus 120, minus 115. So we might get that number down to an even two, which is nice. And then, like you said, with the offenses on both sides, you got Allen Robinson with the Rams now. You know, maybe no. OBJ, but got him. Cam Akers fully healthy. Vaughn Miller switching sides, going from, you know, the Rams now to the Bills. Does he stand on the Rams sideline when they raise the banner? I don't know. Yeah, like Vaughn and them. I wonder what happens there, AJ. Honestly, I think. They're doing like a pregame banner deal and all that? Because the Bills will still be in the locker room, right? I guess maybe they'll give the, would they give Vaughn the option, hey, you can come out here and take part? I think so, right? That seems like the right thing to do. Stands in the tunnel. Maybe without his jersey on, just his shoulder pads. <laughs> no, maybe he has like a penny or maybe a jacket on. Sure. Oh, yeah. okay. It's like a V. Letterman jacket? Or? Like a Vaughn Miller jacket. Mm -hmm. Just on, has his glasses on. Of course. Yep. Cowboy hat. Yeah. Gets the ring, does the whole ceremony, takes a bow, and then... <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm not on your team anymore. Sorry. Run to the other Sprints side. to the other side. Yeah. And waits for the team. Maybe gives everybody high fives when they're running out of the tunnel. I mean, it's going to be electrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm very, very, very pumped for this. Looking at the bats, too. There's nothing like looking at oh, the bats God. and putting together the same They've design. already been released. Yes. <laughs> on FanDuel. Oh, yeah. Yep. All of them. All, there's a lot of movement happening for certain things. Cooper Cup's like minus 150 something to score a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> you like the over? Uh, 52, what is it? What is yeah. that? 52 and a half? I don't know. Everybody's, you never know. Everybody's saying yes to the over. I haven't made my final decisions on how I feel about this. I think the Bills are going to get a win, um, but that would be exactly what everybody's kind of expecting, which, you know, am I then yeah. fading myself and I can't start the season like no, this? No, can't do that. So I'm just going to go with my gut feeling for everything. I'm saying under Bills. Okay. But okay. Connor, literally right before we went live, goes, oh, I love this over. Yeah. I, I'm not, I don't like – Michael over 60. Like, I don't like picking it. So we can't all win. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Both defenses are, very, defenses are very good, but both offenses yeah. are also very good. Early season, though. It's early in the year. Yeah. I don't want to – you guys talked about being electric. Have you happened to see who's performing at halftime on Thursday night? By Bonnie? Is it Nickelback? It's the Prince of Darkness, okay? Chris Angel? Ozzy Osbourne? Ozzy Osbourne. What? I thought he was moving back to England. Chris Angel. I thought so, Let's too. Go. But apparently Chris he Holland's, is. <laughs> Chris Angel's Ozzy's performing still? Uh, He's performing, yeah. Crazy train. So we were at a SmackDown a couple weeks ago in Detroit, and his blow-up, there's a blow-up Aussie Mm -hmm. that's touring the country who's outside. Really? (laughs) And we did a cutaway to it. WWE Hall of Famer Ozzy Osbourne's blow-up doll is currently in Detroit, and it it looked awesome. I mean, it it was probably 25 feet tall. Jesus. His fingernails were each a foot long coming off. Nice. All the way. I thought it was Chris Angel. So when they first showed it, I was like, is there a Chris Angel blow-up doll or something? Yeah. They're like, it's Ozzy Osbourne, you fucking asshole. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I oh, do apologize. Well, for some reason, no that disrespect. just doesn't feel like 2022 NFL Ozzy. Feels like a 2018 NHL All-Star game. Yeah, like train opening for Ozzy. Yeah, there it is. I mean, yeah. I love Ozzy Osbourne. Absolutely love Ozzy Osbourne. What are you going to say? He had to have been like their 50th or 60th choice <laughs> yeah. to do this fucking game. Are you shitting me? Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah. Guy can't even yeah, fucking right. talk or walk. Come on. What's How's that? he getting out there? What's that song he said? It doesn't matter how he talks. No oh, look how good he looks. I mean, crazy train, obviously. Yeah. But dang, he's got nice teeth. In LA. Like how he many? Does, how he many does have great teeth. Superstars live out there. The so I think same. everybody's moved out of there. Really? That's what I think. Is yeah. the Rock doing the opening speech again? Or it's a promo, and uh, I hope so. Better. I hope he is. I hope, he's, a, hope he has that purple fit on again. Uh, he's with Aaron Donald. I'm with him, fucking. Dude, they zoomed in. Fucking <laughs> two hundred million people yeah. just getting a drone shot, and not a single person was like, "This is weird." Everybody's like, "This is awesome." Yeah, the Rock's about to cut a promo on one side. It starts going <laughs> yeah. through the entire team, and Sean McVay's like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. I fucking we did do that." Thank yeah. you. And then on the other, Zach Taylor's like, "I wonder what he's gonna say about us." Yeah, fucking Rock. Let's go. Let's play the Super Bowl. And then he just tossed the mic and walked off. The game was delayed six minutes. Yeah, <laughs> the kickoff and kick return teams were on, on the field. field. Yeah. Yeah. He had to dodge them. He had to dodge the guys to, to get to the 50 like they were right, ready to go. Uh, they better get the fuck out of the Rock's way, dude. Yeah. Right, you don't want to run into him. If the Rock's cutting the promo, we don't care about what's happening at halftime. Sure. No. But it is interesting that Ozzy was selected because I thought he was moving out of the country. 
thought he was dead. Ozzy Osbourne to kick off 2022 NFL season with Los Angeles Rams. When's the last time he performed? In this uh, article here, it actually says, a direct quote from Ozzy, I will get back on the stage if it fucking kills me. Hell yeah. It might. If he dies so, during uh, the halftime, that'd be Does strange. he have any warm-up gigs, maybe? <laughs> Guitar Hero. <laughs> Damn it. They do say people that struggle speaking, you get them in a song, they're good. Yeah. Yep. King speech. Yeah. Ozzy might be, you I know. Have a good background track, you know that. Yeah, but he better, he's going to be, he's a showman. Yeah, yeah big time. We know. He's eat an animal, eat a bat again. Joining us now is maybe a man who knows uh, if Ozzy was the first selection or how we ended up sure. with Ozzy Osbourne at halftime of the Rams-Bills game <laughs> mm-hmm. with all eyes on the NFL. Shout out to Ozzy. Hey, hey, hey. Love you, Ozzy. Shout out. Love you, Ozzy. Thank you for your service, Ozzy, honestly. Sharon! I used to watch that. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, it was awesome. Those clips that come back on IG are awesome. That was, like, that was like 20 years ago. He's performing yeah, The first now. reality show. <laughs> yes. The first good reality show. It's what made everything go. I can I, uh, He's... Came uh, dating. Me. That was a dating. But yes, anyways, that was like 45 years ago. <laughs> yeah. He's performing now. Uh, the senior NFL insider for the league and the network itself, host of the weekly wrap of the Rap Sheet and Friends, us being the friends, he being Rap Sheet. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rappaport. Hey, hey, what are you doing, Rap? What do you got going on, pal? Ozzy Osbourne, um, how'd that happen? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I will say hmm. the uh, the reality show was great. I was a fan. Um I know maybe he was not totally of sound mind and body at that time. Sounds like now he is, but that show was a uh, that show was a wild ride, and I was here for all of it. Yeah, I, we all were. <laughs> Loved every part of it. Come on. Sharon got yelled at all the time. Yep, the but dog. It was the only because pooping. the house was so big. Yes, you know, he just needed a little bit of help for things. Um, um, hey Pat, I get a question. Do you like my shirt? Let me stand up. Do you like my shirt? I mean. <laughs> I see what you I mean, mean. Yeah. come on. Yeah. How great is that? Yeah, that's pretty Look good. at that handsome guy. Wow. And look at that That is, I know like other it. people got merchandise, Rogers and whatever. That's pretty good. That's got to be your best shirt ever, right? That shirt is available at store.patmagnishow.com. Let's go. Leave I got to go. I got to text. Uh, it is raising money for a charity that Ian chose. Ian, what is the charity that you and uh, the lovely Leah chose to support? Uh, it is the Kids in Need charity. Uh, it is for teachers and kids in classrooms. We like kids. Uh, I'm not making any money off it, which my wife made absolutely sure of when she recommended we give it all to charity. Um, so I am now for that. And uh, everyone buys some. It's going to be awesome. You're a good person. Wow. Now, if we were to dive deeper into the shirt, though, I got to go. I got to text. I'm going to go break news somewhere else. Can't do it on the show. Yeah, right here. So it's kind of like him. I mean, he had to okay the design and. You know, he had the ideas and everything yeah. like that. But we are honored to be a part of that. And I can't wait to wear my favorite. I got to go. I got a text uh, shirt someday in the near future for sure. sure. Hell yeah. And he's done yeah. honest, but I mean, you know, look at the shirt. Yeah, put that back up. I don't know. This is like one of those uh, Hall of Fame busts. Yeah, that. I mean. I mean, I mean that is make it? Who made it? I mean, it's kind of you, isn't it? I mean, it's what do you mean, kind of me? That's the best looking me I've ever seen. Kind of a little squirrely, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of got some flubby arms. Yeah, too. kind of fat in the face a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, he's hungover. He's hungover. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, you're right. Hungover. Hungover. yeah, a little not not fat, just a little puffy. Did you see the left arm on that shirt? Did you see that? Yeah, I mean that's that's golf left arm. You know, golf is a lot. That's that's kind of where the focus is. So that probably explains that. But yeah. 
Great shirt. All right. I hope you don't get golf arm, tennis elbow, or any of the other things that happen. Thrower's elbow. Yeah, let's talk about it. Thrower's elbow was a story out of the L.A. Rams camp a couple weeks ago. Thrower's elbow is both sides. Tennis is one. Golf is the other. Mm -hmm. Throwers is both of them. Matt Stafford was seen walking around like this in a couple videos. He was being like kind of held back, restrained on how many times he could throw the ball. We thought, oh no, Matthew Stafford finally gets to be a peacock and let his feathers all the way out in Los Angeles. He's doing numerous commercials. He got a guy, Cooper Cup, he seems to be on the exact same page of. Now his elbow is going to let him down. A guy who has played with a broken neck in the past, broken ribs, I believe a bruised spleen or something right. like that. All sorts of broken Sounds fingers. Right. Just tough guy. We thought the elbow was going to take him out. That's not a problem at all going into Thursday. Is there anything for us to think about injury front, either with Stafford or anybody else on the Rams? Uh, so I would say it's not going to be an issue for Thursday, but this is something that the Rams are going to have to monitor this season. Like, if he was going to be one of those quarterbacks that didn't practice a lot on, like, a Wednesday, I would say that would make sense. So, like, it's not nothing, and he did have to have a little bit of a PRP procedure in the offseason, but I don't think it's going to affect him in games. They're just going to have to be aware of it. But, like, so it's a thing. It's, it's not not a thing, but he is one of many veterans who are kind of, like, managing – and during the week, and then the game should be fine. I would say Van Jefferson and his knee, he had knee surgery again in early August. That's kind of the only one to monitor, I think. Uh, he didn't practice on Monday, which is, you know, noteworthy. I would say it makes him pretty up in the air for Thursday. Um, that's probably the only starting player that may, may not end up playing Thursday night. Okay, go ahead, AJ. Ian, other than that game, if we're looking for the weekend, what do you think is going to happen with Zach Wilson? Are you hearing anything else that they possibly may be putting him in there? I don't think they should. But. Yeah, I mean, first of all, your caution is, is going to be their caution. Like, it's going to be the same It's going to be the same sort of thing where, like, he worked out uh, Monday, which is good. But the problem with a bone bruise is he needed to be off it and really rested for, like, a couple weeks. So he was rehabbing the meniscus and the bone bruise. That is a lot. It's a lot to get better from in, like, less than four weeks. So, theoretically, he's still got a shot to play. I would describe it more as an outside shot. So, like, we'll find out tomorrow for sure. But might we see Flacco? I'd say that's pretty decent possibility. And then what we're going to find out, among all the things, is, like, there was a lot of optimism for Joe Flacco and during training camp, like, was that real? Is he going to go out and light it up at 37? Like, it's kind of fascinating. Or was that just to try to get him traded? Who knows? We shall find out this weekend for a Jets game that everybody's obviously looking forward to. Oh, yeah. Let's go back to Thursday. <laughs> the Bills. Uh, that did not sound serious. Well, I thought AJ was going to ask about the Bills on the other side, but we We're bopping around the league, Ian. Sorry, I got to have a We're one track mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Agreed. You're allowed to. Hey, AJ, your brain is a beautiful thing. I appreciate <laughs> that. I would have never asked about Zach, so we got that answer. Let's go to Thursday, though. The Bills. Everybody healthy, everybody good. Every, it feels like this Thursday night, aside from the Ozzy Osbourne performance sure. yep. at halftime, we're about to get the best of both sides here. This is a great way yeah. for the NFL to start. This is, you know, Super Bowl champs, Super Bowl favorites. Is the Bills completely healthy going in? Uh, yeah, I mean, about as healthy as you could be. Jordan Poyer, their, like, really good safety, was kind of one that I was wondering about. He had a hyperextended elbow. He's going to be good. And then Isaiah McKenzie – one of their group of receivers, uh, he is going to be good too, it seems like. So, okay. yeah, I mean, like, all of the go. injury questions are, I mean, you mentioned Van Jefferson, okay, but, like, I think we're going to be good. So, really what we're going to see is just, like, a high-powered, really good game between two Super Bowl contenders. Like, this is, I mean, this is what you want. Like, I am 
yeah. You know, I know we we spent a lot of time talking about a lot of non on the field stuff in the off season. Like Bullshit. I am legitimately pumped for Thursday night. It is going to be awesome. Yeah, the I gotta go. I got a tech shirt is normally about some bullshit in the off season. Right. Go. I remember. remember I, mean, the, I wouldn't say that, but yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it is. It is. It is. And I understand yeah. you spend a lot of time away from your family, and it is your profession. It's how you feed your family. And us just saying it's bullshit is kind of rude, but we spent our entire lives talking about bullshit too. Bingo. It is great to have football to chat about. Um, everybody's healthy. Odds on favorite versus the reigning champs. Yep. Everybody but Odell Beckham Jr. is back. Uh huh. Von Miller switching teams. Von Miller switching teams, yeah. How would that work? Will he go out for the presentation while the Bills are still in the locker room? Have they figured that out, you think? It's oh, a great question. I got to ask about that. It's a good question. I don't think so. I'm sure he'll be laser focused. What's your deal? No, it's, it's a good Tuesday. question. It's, it's Tuesday. How do you not have that fucking answer? Come on, Ian, Jesus Christ! Do you want us to do your job for you, bud? I, I take it one day at a time. One day at a time. One drink. And that's at a time, why. Maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. No, it's uh, <laughs> it, it is interesting though because like, I'm just thinking about this Von Miller thing. Nobody ever chose Buffalo. Like literally, nobody ever chose Buffalo. And then Von Miller has the choice. Of, like, not dissimilar contract. You know, I think Buffalo offered him the most, but it wasn't by, like, leaps and bounds. And he chose Buffalo over the defending Super Bowl champs. And everybody was like, okay, that makes it. Because that's where they are as a program, and that's where they are as a team. Like, that is amazing. But they got a really good culture there. And I think that, like, that's what they needed. That choice makes sense. And we'll see if he can kind of help them get to where the Rams were. You don't like Buffalo? I love Buffalo. I had amazing oh. wings when I was at Buffalo. Oh, oh, yeah. Interesting. This is like when Ty goes, I love, <laughs> insert name a person that's about to get buried. You said nobody chooses Buffalo. What? I know weird. people that love throwing buildos yeah. and yeah. tailgating with Bill's Mafia sure, and right. going through tables and being diehard loyal fans. Yeah, but remember, for years and years, it was all about like no free agents wanting to go there, and now people are like wanting to go there. That's when you get changed. a quarterback, right? Yeah. Josh Allen okay. changes the game for everything. <laughs> And, like, GM and head coach on the same page, really good development, like, good draft. Like, they're just – It's a good program. really good. It's a good program. It's a good program. I think the NFL has a home run on its hand here for Thursday night. Can't wait to see what the numbers are in comparison to everybody. Well, is that uh, Steelers-Lions got, like, 5.2 million viewers or yeah. something like yep. that? It was more than everything else all summer, and that game meant <laughs> fucking nothing. Uh-huh. I can't wait to see what the numbers are for Thursday night for the NFL. Ty, your question for Ian Rapport. Rap sheet, Bob Domofsky reported that uh, David Bakhtiari's on track to play on Sunday, and then he kind of tempered expectations a little bit and said he's taking it one day at a time. Have you heard anything on that as in uh, whether or not he's going to play? And also, I think it was reported that Alan Lazard might not play on Sunday. Have you heard anything about that? Oh, Ouch! Uh, we'll start with Bakhtiari. Yeah, I saw his. I saw his uh, tremendous meme usage of the one day. Uh, you know, let's not blow it out of proportion. Um, I think, with all due respect to Bakhtiari, who I love, I think it is looking good. Uh, you never want to assume anything, especially when it comes to him, because we've been here before. We thought he was going to play. And then did Whoa! Whoa! Damn! Shot no, no, no. fired. We know. No, everybody wants to go to Buffalo. Never want to assume anything, especially when he's no, that fucking no, guy. Good lord. Yeah. No, the draft. The playoffs, I, I think we all assumed he was going to be good, and then it was not, and then he needs. So, tentatively, I would say he's in a good place, which, you know, I would say he's one of the most valuable linemen in the NFL, just as far as what he does and how good he is and <laughs> who room he's guy. protecting. Um, so, if he's good, I think that helps tremendously. Uh, Lazard. Jenkins, we'll see. Lazard. Uh, 
the indication I got is that he's got a chance to play on Sunday. So even though he hasn't been there, I think he's – we'll see, but I think it's probably looking good. And, and their receiving core is, like, one of the really good, fun puzzles. Like, let's say, like, even for fantasy, like, who is going to break out? Like, could it be Lazard? Is it going to be Dubs? Like, it, Dude, there's a dubs. lot of – a lot of really good options there. Are you a fantasy guy? I am a fantasy guy. Is he in, our league? Is he in Bruce's league? No, he, he didn't get the invite to uh, Bruce's I didn't get the, big yeah. league. Mate, wait, let me ask you this. Which do you think I'll get the invite for first, Tahoe or your fantasy league? Tahoe. Wow. Mm. I don't know. Wow. You, you took a shot at Buffalo and at yeah. Bakhtiari well, just in the first two minutes can't here. Be doing the whole Rodgers contract thing. I don't oh, know. Yeah. yeah, you got no Ooh. shot. You got no shot with that. Man. Did, would you want to be a part of Bruce's league? Could I dominate? No. Doubtful. Yeah, a lot of a lot of sharks in the water here. Yeah, and then I'm, I got to really – I get my plate's a little full. Maybe we'll see next year. We'll see next year. How many leagues are you in? Uh, two. I'm in one with my college buddies and then one with my nine-year-old and some of his camp friends, which has been oh. quite the roller coaster, but should be fun. Taking oh, are you the commissioner? No. Uh, no, I'm just his advisor. I listen to whatever he says and then tell him the right thing to do. So this kid went out in the woods for four months this summer, comes back, he's running his own fantasy league. That you're advised, This sounds like the greatest trip of all time. Uh, and he wants to do it and is excited about it. He's got Lamar as his quarterback. It's going to be good. Good pick. That's a good pick. That's I was it. told, though, by a friend of ours, friend of yours a lot, Jordan Schultz, Yep. some three key – what was that? What's that? That's just, I'm getting a lot of texts. Go ahead. It's nothing important. Oh, you got to go play into the show. No, 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 no. Nothing important. Go ahead. Go ahead. Jordo so Schultz told me what? Don't draft a quarterback early. Yep, no. Draft two running backs right away. Because there's not a lot of good running backs. No. There's a lot of quarterbacks and a lot of wide receivers. Yes. You so, could also go with the zero running back uh, trend as well if you want to do that. Tony, Tony, are you making fun of Jordo? Because there's no reason yeah. to do that. No, no, that Jordo was at US Open okay, all weekend. Were you there, Ian? I don't think so. Uh, no, I tried to get I tried to get seats on um, Sunday, and I guess my invite got lost in the mail. Um, What's this all about? Call Jordan. And it's been a tough. It's been a tough road. It's been a tough road. Welcome we back. We last year they invited us with open arms. This year, you know, not as much. So. Did you get boozed up and embarrass yourself? Oh, what happened? No. I wouldn't say embarrass. I mean, we were in. Uh, we were in the suite. It was. Uh oh. I don't. Th- I would not say we embarrassed ourselves. No, my wife maybe, but I did not. So you got boozed up and said something you shouldn't have said to somebody. Stumbled. We look good in the pictures. That's the most important thing. Yeah, but when the photos weren't happening, there was conversations that were taking place. You offended everybody in there? Tennis is a different crowd now. It's not like you. Fucking love it, Rap. I love you even more. Go ahead, Connor. <laughs> yeah, Rap Sheet, the Patriots went down to Miami today. Is that because they got to make sure, you know, whoever's calling plays can withstand the heat down there, or why'd they do that? God, that's a great question. I look forward to, baby, to, I look forward to staring at the sideline ISOs and trying to determine whether or not Matt Patricia is calling the plays or just reading the plays into the microphone. Like, that would be a fun game on on Sunday, you know, it, the the heat in Miami, like this is kind of an interesting Belichick move. Like he could either completely eliminate distractions and not worry or just embrace it and be like, we need a couple of days to get ready. So they are down there. They brought some injured guys. They got Ty Montgomery, which is, I think, a good sign for him. Yeah. And they're going to play. And we will see the, you know, we'll, we'll get our first read on Tua on Sunday against the Patriots. 
and I'm sure Belichick will have something up his sleeve, and that is going to be a really, really interesting kind of little showdown we got there for the first week. They're going to keep Mac Jones out of Tootsie's. Who? Yeah. You know, yeah. second floor, getting mm-hmm. shoulder rubs. We don't need any of that all week. Or maybe that's why Bill took the boys down early. Sure, Ooh. get out of the way. Hey, boys, it's Tuesday. Okay, it's Team probably Bill. good special. There's yeah. good wings over there. Yeah. Stop by Tootsie's, get it all out of you. So by the time we have this weekend, mm-hmm. we don't have any of the Miami flu. Mm-hmm. That seems to hit a lot of teams. Tone, your question for Ian Rappaport? Uh, Ian, there's a couple of NFC South wideouts coming off injuries. Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin, either going to go week one? Uh, so I believe Michael Thomas will go. And I, I mean, we talked. Hey, about that's a big deal. Gonna... Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a big deal, but it's. Sh- I think Dennis Allen kind of said it, but like, I think he's going to go and I think he's going to be really good. And I drafted him on my fantasy team. So that would, if he was really good, that would be great. On yours or Jim's? Um, uh, Max's, but uh, actually both. My fantasy team and Max's. Whoa. We got Damian Pierce and we got Michael Thomas, both of us. Information. Yeah, it's almost unfair having him in your fantasy league. We don't want you in Bruce's league ever. No. Go ahead. Ian, what do you um, think of – oh, you can finish. You can no, talk then, about your league. And then Godwin. Talk about Godwin too. Uh, I think Godwin's going to go, and if he does, it'll not be a full complement of plays. I think it'll be more like some plays, get him in there, kind of get his feet wet. And there. Anyway, go ahead, AJ. What, what's this guy laughing at? I love that so much. Just it happened the other day when I pointed to you, uh-huh. but Darius was sitting right here, you know. Oh, yeah. So yes. Darius, you know, so you and Darius stepped on each other. I love that type of shit. I enjoy it. Just how mad you get about it. AJ is my favorite. Oh no, just water off my back. Ian, continuing the conversation here. <laughs> Dennis Allen made some comments about how weird it's going to be, how different it's going to be without Sean Payton on the field. What do, what do you make of that? Um. I think it's probably going to be a little bit of a breath of fresh air for the Saints. Nobody will ever say it, but like Peyton was a very, very good coach who was very was he hard charging? Not, a lot more hard charging than Dennis Allen, or what? A lot more hard charging. I mean, Dennis Allen can be a badass himself, but oh. not like Peyton. Like Peyton, every little detail was scrutinized, and he was he could get intense over literally anything, and you never knew. Now he was so good that it didn't matter, and offensively he was amazing. Um, but it's hard. It's and it's. I think after 10 years, it was probably time. Um, so I'm sure there's some people in the Saints organization who are, who are taking a deep breath and being like, okay, this is maybe not better, but certainly different. Um, I'm really curious to see what Pete Carmichael has up his sleeve. Like He's a really good offensive coordinator who always was in Peyton's shadow and now will be calling it and designing it himself and using a lot of what they did with Peyton, but like putting his own wrinkle on like that. You know, Dennis Allen's defense will be probably awesome and kind of like it was, but that's that's one thing I'm looking forward to see is the Paytonless offense. How good are they? Sean Payton's probably excited to just be a human because you know how much stress that I'm is to work. Sure. If you're the type of person who worries about every little thing, because the little things lead to big things. You take care of the little things, the big things will take care of themselves. And if we let these little things get out of control, it'll spiral. It'll be a reason why we lose a game. You can see how somebody who has that particular personality steps away from the game, kind of maybe enjoys life a lot more, but also good chance probably heading back. Yeah. Right. Good chance probably heading back into coaching football. Yeah, right. I don't think you ever lose that type of thing. And we won't ask about the future of the Dallas Cowboys because if they win, it doesn't matter. But I will talk about the future of Tom Brady. Him on the Let's Go podcast talking to Jim Gray and Larry Fitzgerald, you know, about his oldest son is a freshman in high school and a 12-year-old and an 8-year-old and talking about literally every human in his life but his wife. Maybe that was on purpose, maybe not. Have we learned anything more about the 11-day hiatus? And is Tom Brady on a revenge body tour right now? Is he is is this is this going to be the most focused Tom we've ever had? And do you think 
his lack of an ability to give up football is the reason why all this shit off the field is potentially happening to him. I mean, I think for, for anyone who like has to work and has a job that is all in 100%, like it is hard. So I cannot pretend that it's easy for Brady and his family. Like clearly Agreed. the time away and some of his focus has been family related. He is not the first person to go through this. He is not going to be the last. And I'm sure that it is not easy. Um, I don't know if he, you know, left Giselle off his list or not. I just know um, well, I did. It's, prob- yeah. it's probably not easy. Um, that said, when he is on the field, that is his place. Like, that is his – that is where he's good and none of this matters. Not none of it matters, but where he can focus only on that. So I don't know if it's a revenge tour, but, like, that will be his happy place, ultra-focused. Like, he will be good there. Some of the other stuff is not always easy, like, for anyone. Um, but on the football field, I have no doubt he will be absolutely awesome and, like, in a perfect place to go kill everyone. It's a sanctuary, you know? And yeah, I sanctuary. Would, uh, do you – have you caught any more information on what his plans are? Is this a one-year thing? Does it Has that been left open? Like, $375 million is allegedly just waiting on deck for him whenever he wants to. We all see this as a final year. Is that not what he's thinking, you think? I mean, I would say – you know, certainly that would make some sense. Um, but I think we, we learned last time, like trying to predict Brady is always something where you don't know which way it's going to go. I mean, last year I was, I was like, even going into last year, I was pretty sure it was going to be his last year. And then when all the reporting happened about him getting set to retire, I was pretty sure it was going to be his last year. Uh, and then obviously he's literally playing this year. So I think that makes sense. But, you know, look, he's 45 and he's got a lot of stuff going on. So... I edited that. Um, yeah. That's not what he said. Yeah, because you, uh, you wouldn't want to say potty mouth words. You know? not so say, what if kids are watching? Well, there sure. probably is. But kids, like, listen, you're not the demo. Fucking keep it moving. Go watch something else. Look at all the, hey, all the passes you have to everything. You keep all those and you ever reminisce, go through them and say, oh, I remember when I was at Super Bowl in 1996. I was cleaning <laughs> shoes and filling coffee cups. Like, do you think about that? or? Um, no, it's more like, uh, oh, I remember uh, this Mississippi State LSU game, what I was eating in the press box, or like when I, this like, you know, weird college baseball game where like I couldn't find it and I had to pull out MapQuest, like the big pages and all the directions, like all that stuff I remember. It's usually, you know, the fond memories are fine. It's usually like whatever disaster it took for me to get there is what I think about. Only the memories. bangers survive. A.J. Hawk and I, we walked 10 miles around Jerry World the first time we called a game. Do you remember that, AJ? Yeah, we kept finding booths, but they were not the TV booths. Yeah, we were in every single booth in Dallas, every single one in that new stadium. That sounds awful. It was. It was terrible. Then we had to call a game that had Cliff Kingsbury, Charlie Brewer, Matt Rule, a lot of Yeah. I mean, a lot of real characters in that. And now look at you guys. Now we're on the internet. Hell yeah. What? Just like you. Me too. Just like me. All right, we'll chat with you later this week after the game, probably before the weekend. We appreciate you making time. Thank you for rocking that shirt. Thank you for raising money for a great cause. Go to store.patmcaffeyshow.com right now to buy an Ian Rappaport exclusive. I'm going to tweet about it right now. So everyone hit the uh, RT button to retweet. Oh, the RT. What what about the QT? Are they going to quote tweet, give their own opinions? If you want to, see what happens. I will not even check the replies, not even for this. Wow. You do, though. You do. No comment. Yeah. yeah. We do it. It. Ladies and gentlemen, senior NFL insider for the league and the network in rap. Yeah. Yeah.
Raiders could absolutely surprise some people. Every year. We, yeah. sent, a, we sent a request to the uh, Raiders PR to get some Raiders players on. And in the request, we said, I feel like we're relatively positive about the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we are. The only time we have been negative is when we thought Derek Carr's groin hopped out of his skin on a Thursday night football game. Yes. And Mariota came in and started slicing and dicing. Thought Derek Carr's career was over. Thought it was absolutely done. Nobody else was going to sign him at that particular point. That's the only time we've ever really been negative, I think, about the Raiders. We're, ta- we're talking about Coach Richie Passaccia getting a 10-year deal last year because of how good he did with the Raiders. Yeah, I think we need a little bit more respect. Yeah. And we love Mark Davis. I think we love Mark Davis more oh, than any yeah. other show. We should True. put a request in for Mark Davis, too. Hey, Zito, yeah. add to that request. Yeah. And we'll get he promoted the house he's building. Yep. Yep. And his starter jacket he was wearing with a baseball, uh, with a backpack and a baseball cap. Yep. Love McDaniels. Super high back chair. I think they should. I think we should turn over every email. All right, guys. I'm good, Darren. <laughs> Him and Jim Irsay need a podcast. Yeah. Oh. Mark Davis, Jim Irsay, sit him down, have the Jim Irsay collection in the back. Maybe have Mark walk through. Oh, look at that. Oh, sad. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. This would be amazing. He'd be pulling guitars down and starting to strum. Watch this. Jerry Garcia's. Oh, man. He has ben, ben might have him on. He has a concert this weekend. Ben who? Rawlsberger. Football. Footballing. Yeah. Uh, Jim Irsay has a, uh, a stadium show this week. Let's right. go. Yep. Stadium show. Luke Soil. Welcome back, football. Jim Irsay collection. Jim Irsay concert. There's going to be what day? Friday night, right mm-hmm. here. Kickoff weekend. Footballing. At the state, at the football stadium, he's putting a, his own band. Is putting a concert on. Sixty-five thousand plus. It's a celebration of football. Come on out. Let's That's go. Right. Come on out. That's amazing. What if he just leads off? Time you punish me. And then Ozzy comes dropping down from the window. Oh, he was just he was just at SoFi Stadium. Now he's at. Lucas Oil, they're getting ready right now for this thing. How yep. about it? They're bringing the whole collection out. It's a museum Jeez. and a show, AJ. Is he bringing Dolan, the Knicks uh, owner, out? I know he's a singer. James? No, they're, they're battling they're battle of the bands at some point. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Battle of the billionaire bands is taking place at some point, and I got my money on Billionaire Jim. Hell yeah. I don't know about any of the other fucks that are playing music, but Me Billionaire too. Jim's got over 100 songs in the can already, mm-hmm. and he's got musicians. like He's got an all-star cast around him playing... He had the fucking um, ACDC guys. Um, no, Beard guys. Slash? Beard no. guys. ZZ Top? ZZ, ZZ Top, he yeah. He had fucking ZZ Top playing back, like, guitar for him at one of his things. It was like, okay, Jim's put on a goddamn show. Oh, oh, oh. What's his band called? <laughs> Jim Arsene Collection. JSC, dude. Oh, sweet. Hopefully they live stream it. Can I, can I watch? I think we nah. tried to do that one You got to pay for that greatness. I, yeah. I'll pay. That's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to get it no. free. I love that he's just doing it. Yeah. What was Aaron's entire quote about Creed or Nickelback? He said, somebody said that they're not a fan of that particular genre of music, but the fact that they're out there doing it, they like. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know enough of Jim Irsay's songs yet at mm-hmm. this point. I'll learn a lot more on Friday, but just the fact that he's out there fucking doing it, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he could, what, be a recluse? He could just, like, sit in his house. Like, he a was? Lot of, yeah, I think, exa- I mean. I think he was for a while. He's fucking Russian. playing in front of sold-out 65,000 people on <laughs> Friday. That's in incredible. Stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even JD stadium. fans, JD would 
rocking that fucking yeah. band. John Daly was on SEC Now or whatever on Saturday. Yeah, and Marty McGee. He was with Marty McGee. They asked him a question. He goes, well, I'm drunk already, but <laughs> yeah. it was 10 a.m. Yeah. John yeah. Daly's still living fucking Great up. choice for the guest picker, though. Perfect. Yeah. John Daly, you kidding me? He, I, that guy's amazing. For Arkansas, too. Woo, Big Suey. Mm -hmm. His son playing for the Arkansas mm -hmm. Razorback Golf Squad, yeah, I believe. Man, He's going to be a problem in either Live or PGA, whichever one signs him. Uh, I'm excited for this upcoming week of college football. I'm excited for the NFL. We have some massive news coming at some point this Ooh, week. Yeah. Massive. Huge. Uh -oh. Huge. This one's big. Yeah. Huge. This Very one's big. big. This is it for up to something season. Yeah. Uh -huh. Great way to cap it. Kind of the cherry on top of yeah. up to something season. This is. We, you, we, the company, we're kind of like, you know, organizations that stop doing contracts when football season starts, okay? Bingo. Negotiations oh. are done. Okay. See you after the season. Negotiation window had ended. Yeah. Before this one showed up. 25th hour. Just, just like Lamar Jackson saying, hey, regular season, as soon as it starts, I'm done negotiating. But if somebody comes with something, it's hard not to be like... <laughs> I'll put this film down for a second. All right. Oh, yeah, I could do that. I'll entertain it. Kind of what happened with this particular program and situation. I think it's going to be big. Oh, yeah. I'd say. I, I think it's going to be big. Yeah, I think this is potentially going to be the biggest one. Yeah, Ooh, I'd say. By far. I think so. Okay. I'd yeah. say. I, think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, it's. You've had a lot of big news over the last couple of years. Yeah, we got a fucking video game still going. Uh, contest has ended for the high score. We're getting the information. Gave away $20,000, $10,000 to the winner, $10,000 to the next 100 highest scores. That'll happen in your FanDuel face-off app for the field goal face-off game that we put out. A lot of people playing over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, including myself. I fucking stink at that game. There's some gamers. I assumed if I could get to a couple of different altitudes, I could maybe figure it out. I think I've hit them all. I have not. I have not been able to figure it out just yet. But I still have a blast doing it. Still winning some games. We'll be announcing another contest with the field goal face-off. I think in the next couple of days. Excited for that. Excited to keep it moving. Ty, you've been playing a lot of that game, huh? Yeah, you could say that. You could say, I mean, you can make money. So, you know, why not? I'm pretty good at it. So why not play? Are you just hustling people in there? Um, early. You can't, I guess. Early not. I was, but yeah. now I... Yeah, I Shout out Basul. You know who you are. Basul is a good player. Me and him all weekend just going back and forth at each other. Haymakers. Also, Dylan H zero three zero four. He's also a very good player. So they have <laughs> they you're, they put you against similar skill sets. Uh, yeah. So after a few days, the algorithm figures out who's dudes and who's not. And Ty is up in this upper echelon, and there's only two other people. AJ. Yeah. He's playing against the same people every really? single time. Yeah. Well, they. We got some stats back. <laughs> they are. I mean, Ty and these couple guys are literally, there's only three or four of them, I think, all together. Mm -hmm. There's four of them all together that are just playing at this particular level. And then the majority of people are here. And then there's some down here. And Ty knows them each. Yep. Every single thing. I think you could probably also throw Brett P21 in that as well. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Good yeah. scouting. Yep. We'll never run into these guys, AJ. We will no. never see no. these guys. No. They're playing in their own league up there. They're playing in their own stratosphere. Had to change some future <laughs> contests because of it. Because there's only four of them. All right. That's the show. Got to go up to the Thunderdome and continue to piece that together. They pulled some shit out of this studio, put it into that studio. <laughs> I learned about that a couple minutes before we went live. That changed a lot of stuff. A little bit. Uh, but we figured it out. We got through it. This is a great day to, to fucking, you know, just exist. Mm -hmm. There's so much yeah. going on. There's so much positive stuff happening. Let's continue to enjoy this. Here we go. Season's here. We've been waiting Two for days. seven years, it feels like. We did it, AJ.
fucking made yeah. it. Nobody thought night. we would be able to do it. No. Nope. We did it. Hey, will there be a big buildup? Are they going to have like a whole afternoon's worth of stuff leading up to this game Thursday, oh, like yeah. a pregame? Yeah. Countdown to kick off the whole thing, yeah. Will someone perform before the show? Usually there's a performance out there. Per- what was it, Kendrick? Was it Kendrick last year? Ed Sheeran they had the Letterman for and stuff? I remember I thinking something else. Maybe Ed, yeah. Oh, yeah, in the rain. They had the oh, yeah, yeah, they had the, oh, the leather jacket so and they were selling sweet. Oh, oh that was a full thing. That was a full push on Good Morning Football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why Ozzy's doing it. I thought Kendrick Lamar had He did the TV. national championship, I remember. Okay, outside. Yes. Who's singing the anthem? Wilkin. I'm sure you're going to bet on that, aren't you? You can't no, you don't do that. Don't AJ, be a mark. I'm going to be betting on fucking everything that is possible to be. Yeah. But I, I've, I was very good this offseason not betting on shit I didn't know. Like, very good. I would ride along with the boys every once in a while if they caught some incredible heater on MLB like the Hammer Down boys did there for a bit. Soccer. So uh, I'd like don't to, be 18-1 this weekend. That's, yeah. So I, God, what? He's just got he's, he's. I thought baseball was over. and that's Goomp. Goomp has more information now than he's ever had. He's. Oh, lads, we can't. <laughs> lads, I'm just getting 18 and one. Let's go, Gump. Let's keep it going. But I've yeah. been very good now at not betting on stuff that I don't really know anything about. So now that the NFL is back, I'm fucking going, dude. Go. Fucking Jay Balvin's performing. Oh, okay. I know Jay Balvin. Mm-hmm. He's going to crush. Balv's, Absolutely. Balvin's a beast. Balvin is a beast. Yeah. They say this beastie Balvin really bellows out the greatness of those songs. Yeah, it does. Kind of shades of the beastie boys. Well, I mean, just a little bit more, you know. Balvey. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the national anthem you said? No, that's the kickoff concert. Oh, of course. Uh-huh. Who is? Takashi 6ix9ine. Oh, sweet. Tanashi. It's not 6ix9ine. So uh-huh. That'll be so good. Tanashi and, and Oz. That's pretty sweet. Damn. Nas? No, Ozzy. No, Ozzy. Oh, my yeah. God. I was going to say fucking Nas is performing. Cut everybody Nos. else out. Not to be confused with Bill Ozstriker, the great lacrosse player from uh, <laughs> Chris Ozstriker. Tanash. Tanash. Uh, not only is she a multi-platinum certified R&B disruptor, singer, writer, and dancer, but she also produces, mixes, engineers, creative directs, and edits. As a result, she blazes past any and all boundaries, taking full control of her independence as she revs up to release her latest project, Song for You. A multi-track compilation featuring the likes of heavy hitters G-Eazy, still doing it, Six Lack, Miss Banks, and more. Oh. Set to release everywhere digitally on <laughs> November 21st. Just because you don't fucking know. Yeah. Those and are heavy hitters. This is over the to NFL. Well, Open your uh, uh, to Nosh, what do you mean? Why isn't Beyonce doing the national anthem? Tanash is going to crush. They don't have $5 million to give her. They do, actually. That's, yeah, that's what Connor They don't said. want to, I should say. Tanash, I hope. Tanash, you're going to crush. Tanash has got punch. Yeah. All right, Tanash. Make or break here. For me, at least. Oh, this is how you're going to judge Tanash yeah. forever? I will listen to Tanash if she crushes the national anthem. If she doesn't. You're downloading that thing November 21st? Absolutely. That's a long time away. Yeah, I'll it forget is. about it 18 times before then. No, remember. Put it on pre-record, pre-order. Yeah. Okay. Remember. You watched Top Gun at home yet? Does it hold up? Ooh. Yeah, it holds up. And then, boom, what, what did we see this weekend? TC, you know, footage yeah. from Mission Impossible fucking guys. Have you seen this, AJ? An absolute maniac. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, nothing surprised me. This uh, fucking psychopath in the middle of a canyon is just standing on this fucking plane. And he's like, hey, hope you guys are having a good Labor Day. And obviously the audio isn't perfect because he's flying at whatever fucking 400, 200, 300 miles an hour, whatever the fuck those yeah. shit planes 
can fly. It looks like a Wright Brothers plane he's flying on. Just sitting on top of it casual. Who needs a seat? I'll fucking stand on top of it. Does this entire cool promo, and then some other fucking plane pulls up. It's like, all right, in three, two, one, action. And then they fucking dive into the earth with him hanging on like he's riding his surfboard on this fucking plane. Tom Cruise is a human I didn't know I needed in my life until now. Top Gun Maverick was my introduction to him. He's a fucking madman, this guy. Yeah, it's the director saying, hey, Tom, we're losing daylight. We got to go. So what does he say? All right, see you at the movies. And then (laughs) boom. Watch him just peel off here and go right into earth. Coolest lean of all time like he's on a trash can. One leg up. No parachute wrapped around that body. All right. He's got a piece of string holding him onto the plane. No harness. See the movies. See the movies. Yeah, he's got to be strapped in somehow. No, he's not. He's not. I don't care if you're strapped (laughs) in. Look at that shit. I mean, no matter what, he could have a thousand straps on there. I'd still see. We told you he was going to see that video of that 93-year-old grandma doing this, and he was going to say, you know, fuck you, Granny. I'll show you how this is done. I love whatever whatever gets him going, dude. We need more of that. I mean, it's... No, I'm not going to even put that negativity in. What? No, he'll be fine. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, no. listen. Not going to say You'll, No. You'll put it out. Say You'll that. say it. Seems like he's certainly dancing with death, but, I mean, for our entertainment, I appreciate it, TC. TC cannot die. <laughs> we, I mean, Don't worry. He cannot he die. Cannot. He will not die. Well, was he on the top of the Burj Khalifa or whatever yeah. the hell yeah. it is? Sitting there, casual. Just hanging. Mm-hmm. Run, no, running across it. Run, jumping on, like, a harness around. I mean, the, the guy cannot die. He will not die. He will outlive all of us by hundreds of yes. years. He has that. Uh, he has that same thing that Mark Leclaire and mm-hmm. uh, and Arnold, Alex Arnold, Alex Arnold have. No fear. Them. They just don't feel anything. Nope. They've already harvested all his adrenochrome, so he doesn't have those exactly. Anymore. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Happy we got that in. Love you, TC. Thank you, TC. Keep Love going, TC. Plane's okay too. I would never get in one of those planes, so I actually understand why he was standing outside of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Safer out there. Yeah, safer. No way. Hammer. It's about 10 or 15 minutes. Big news coming this week. Huge. Huge. Big news. Whatever you think it is, double it. I don't know oh. if that's... Triple I think so. And then once you double it, triple it. Triple it. So times times it by six. No, that'd be no, different. No, that's different. I thought you multiply exponents. There's so many... Formulas that we have to compute. Did you excuse your your two minutes, Allie? Let's just do it with two real quick. We'll do it with the number two. You double it, four, triple it, 12. Two to the sixth is 12. He was right. Now, exponents would be two times two times two times two times two, right? Yeah, but I thought it was. So it's not two times six? If your expectation is like one, right? One. Fucking Will Hunting over here. <laughs> One to the sixth power. <laughs> Ten million. Let's do it with three. Three, you double it. That's six. Triple it. It's 18. It's like 64 or something. Three times six is 18. So it is. You were right. He was wrong about the exponent part, I think. But I got, I'm lost. I don't know where we no, went. No, you did it. You did it. I don't know where we went. This is that new math but that they're teaching. That's right. Common core. You have to teach that to your kids, AJ? You do well with that, I bet. I have no clue how it works. I don't know anything about it. It's impossible. It's just <laughs> tricks, right? Isn't it just math no, tricks? No, hey, here's, here's four plus four. It's eight. We can learn our, our multiplication and times tables, or we can spend 36 minutes writing things out to get four plus four. You hate That's it. That's how I interpret Jesus. it. You hate it. It's just, it's fine. Like, I have a hard time learning. It's, it's a different way to go about it. Yeah, exponent is a different thing than multiplying. 
exponent is two times two times two times two times two times two times two. Bingo. Which actually equals 64. Fuck yeah, 64. Multiply it by that. Hey, Dustin Johnson put in an eagle in a playoff hole from like 45 feet away that would have rolled into the sand trap if he didn't yeah. do it. Yeah, that's all he won. Hit the Sweet. back of the hole, Smack. shot straight up in the air, and then goes in for an eagle to win on a playoff. Place went bananas. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they were playing at. Boss. Seemed Boss. like a great atmosphere yeah. up there. Mass. Yeah. yeah, looked crazy. They were in shorts. Oh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. whoa. Then him and Paulina were wild. What's that? They had a wild celebration after that was the headline I saw. Yeah, ripped up Southie. Really? really? I don't know. I'm sure they stayed in South of you. All right. There are a bunch of very nice places in South. Maybe they went to Encore. He probably flew home to Florida like he does after every turn. No. (laughs) He didn't win any money. (laughs) That's part of the pool. So does he. Pat Perez won money. So if they don't win, do they have to pay back? The money then? No, because you'd win some part of them. You just win something. But it's it's like an upfront. Upfronts happen, yeah. and then you like have to earn it back. You got to you, you have to meet that. Hey, once you hit a hundred, then we'll like. But if you don't hit that, yeah, do they come after that? Do they come after you say you got to write us a check. Well, if you don't feel your obligation. Right. Oh, well, we are out of here. What? Uh, yeah. Hammer dines in like 10, 15 minutes. Should be a great show. Yeah. Uh, Good luck out there. (laughs) All right. Thank you, AJ. Big thanks to Derwin James for joining us, Ian Rappaport, and that tea that has given me some real problems today. (laughs) In this this particular department. I tried to put amino acids into an unsweet tea earlier. Like your own, or you told them, yeah, you can put a shot of it in? Somebody sent us some amino acids. It was a peach flavor. So I said, bingo, give me an unsweet tea. I'll put these aminos in here. Now all of a sudden I got a peach tea, like super drink, right? It's not good. <laughs> it was not good. Back to the, the taste board. or what it does to you? The taste, I think I got hives for a little bit. I mean, it was a full, <laughs> not good. The it was acid. a full thing. The acid reflux thing, I can't, it's not my new, I thought I'd beat the game. I did not, I did not beat the game. You find new aminos. Don't you drink aminos all day, you? Sometimes, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, I don't know. What's the problem? What? Why can't we just ever ask you just a fucking Straightforward yeah. answer. It's in the bottle you're drinking right now, right? There's some in there mixed in with different powder I have, yeah. Yes, yeah. okay, so, so yeah, the answer is not. Sometimes, yeah, it depends on protein, muscle gas. You life. fucking suck. No, you Thank do not. You. you do not, but there is some things that are, you know, alarming. Like, why do you feel what? like you're on the... Like the stand, every question. Yeah, you don't, oh, I don't feel like I'm on a stand. Dude. I just feel like there's certain things that are no reason for me to answer. Like it doesn't matter how many times I answer it. What I give you, it's not going to be enough. But you're an amino expert. You literally just. I'm not an expert either. at all. I don't. I'm not an expert on anything. I would never claim to be an expert. Okay, expert. okay, okay. Tackle them. You people. are one of the only people I know that drinks aminos every single day. I know what works for me. What makes me feel good. I don't know what makes you feel good. Well, that's all I was asking. What works for you? Because it apparently works. And you go sometimes. No, I don't know. It depends on the day. <laughs> it's always changing. It's, it's always true. It's not changing up, though. I feel. Here we go. You do the same thing every day. It hasn't changed. No, it's always. You always got to make minor tweaks throughout the day. You know that. But aminos <laughs> stay the same. What? Amino no, no, you yeah. could change that. Oh, yeah, it changes too. Oh, you get that yeah, little right sparkle little drink. I had some. Tasted terrible. Yeah. I didn't know if that's how it's supposed to be every single day. It didn't day. taste very good out there in Tahoe. I didn't have any ice with me. Yeah, it was bad. Okay, so I should be drinking aminos every day, though? You would? You do? I mean, if you want, if you're tearing down your muscles and you want to rebuild them a little bit, help out. Yeah. What? I'd like to help out my muscles. Hey, hey, muscles, you call 911? Because I'm fucking here to help. Huh. I'm taking aminos every day like I'm AJ Hawk. <laughs> is that, is that, I'm going to get yoked now? I don't know. Sounds like Sometimes, it. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it depends. God, I don't. I don't. Do I sit here and claim like I have answers? Yes. Well, you can answer questions about you, though. So, yes. like, when I say, 
hey, you drink aminos every day. And you go, sometimes, maybe, I don't know. It's like, whoa, 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 Jesus. Is everything okay? Is everything all right? You're like, well, aminos yeah. are the building blocks for your muscles. And it's like, oh, so you're an amino expert and you drink it every day. Huh. So you're allowed to give a friend, I thought, at least, a friend a little bit of Very, advice. Yes, your absolute friend, of course. A little guidance, a little guidance maybe. Well, should, should I be having these aminos even though they taste like shit every day? Sure, it's not gonna, I don't think it's going to, like, I don't, it's not something that you're going to all of a sudden take like, wow, I feel so much different. It's not going to do that to you, but it shouldn't help you. Maybe. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe. You know? <laughs> Who knows? Thank you for that answer, AJ. Isn't that nice of him? Yeah, it uh, is. Well, like you said, I mean, you can't say, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe it changes. And they say, are you drinking it right now? I say, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah, it's in here right I now. I drink it every single day for yeah. the last 10 years. Yeah. but I don't want to give advice to anybody. You know that. This is not investment advice. advice. Good father. If I, you ask me, yes, you're right. I guess I should have given you a more straightforward answer off the bat. Okay, so I'll start framing my questions better so you don't feel like you're giving advice to the masses. We are just There you go. Okay. We are specifically asking about Aaron James Hawk. Anything that I have is strictly anecdotal data just on me, for me. So it doesn't count for everybody. Okay. Oh. Should so, we get a his lawyer present? Well, it feels like that, but I think the way I'm going to... I don't have one. Eric C. Khan no. might be your guy after you watch this thing, but... Is he hanging out with McAfee somewhere? Similar... Possibly. Um, similar vibes, feels like. John McAfee, definitely smarter than Eric C. Khan, though. I think Eric C. Khan, <laughs> Eric C. Khan found a hustle, and he fucking... Beat it to death. Did he say 500 and some million? <laughs> 550 million, yeah. Eastern Kentucky. He must have been doing it for a while then before he got caught. Mm -hmm. Well, Whew. you'll see. Yeah, pretty fucking hilarious. Did he get caught? If you haven't seen the end, did he get caught? Well, there's jail. Yeah, I think he did. There's unless you got DUI. Unless you got DUI. They showed a mugshot early. So. Could have got a Dewey. Bro, his fucking, his headquarters was just 50 trailers put together. <laughs> started out as one trailer. Then he just started adding trailers and. He's like the trailer park king of all time. Got junkyard cars to put in the parking lot so it looks like people were there all the time. Just look busy. Yeah. This guy Art. is the hillbilly king. Yep. Eric C. Cone, the big cone. And he robbed the government, so, you know, a lot of people were like, hey, this guy's robbing the government. But the way they paint the image is like, he fucked over everybody in America. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that was really, I mean, pretty valid, I guess. The Big Con on Apple TV would recommend it because in a couple of days, all we're going to be watching for the next five months is football, Woo! football, Woo! NFL football, Wide. college football, Wide. NFL football. Albert Breer has tweeted something. Is this about Trey Lance? Yeah, full disclosure, my wording might have been a little presumptive there. I'm not climbing in the guy's head. What I heard was it was complicated news to take, as you'd expect it would be. And again, that was just in the immediate aftermath. He'll be fine. Well, Albert, we fucking took your words, pal. All right, Al. You're the one that said he was a little annoyed. We all assumed he'd be fine because that's what he said. But Albert Breer had heard that maybe when it was initially introduced to Trey, he wasn't as pumped. Once again, a human interaction. We can respect that. Yeah, yeah. Albert Breer also Good to know. has to write about something. Well, Albert Breer dives deeper. Yeah, he was in Columbus. I saw him Friday night. Really? Was he with LeBron? Was he on the team? Was he LeBron? Uh, I don't know where LeBron was Friday. I saw him Friday night, though. I don't, I'm sure he went to the game, but he is an Ohio State guy. Hey, did, I, you I walk, did you walk up to LeBron and give a face? Clean? I didn't see LeBron. I didn't go see him. No, on the sidelines. He, he didn't come I saw see Zeke. You? I talked to Zeke. He was out there, but I didn't see LeBron. LeBron didn't come see you? No, I guess not. Fuck that guy. What the hell's that? Nah, I'm All right, we're out of here. We're back tomorrow. <laughs> Hammer Don at YouTube.com forward slash Hammer Don's Don. coming. Nothing but winners. Gumpy's 18 and 1. Oh, baseball Jeez. this weekend, yeah. You're 12 and 6. Pretty good. Not bad. See you guys tomorrow.